0: Death is all around us now. The death of the body. The death of the spirit. But most of all, the death of hope. Memory dies and only legend will remain. Already so many have met their end, be they noble or cowardly, lamented or unknown. The cataclysm that has riven our Imperium echoes on yet and there are not enough left now to count the dead where they each to make it the work of their lifetimes our emperor our bright lord our liberator our erring father the greatest casualty of all broken and silent now upon his glittering throne the immortal dead a new unliving god for a new age of terror. Will we ever see the light again? I fear not. Not in a thousand lifetimes to come. But I hold out a faint ember of hope. I am one of the few left now alive that remembers hope. One of the few humans, at any rate. Not Primarch, not Legions, Astartes, not Custodian, not Mechanicum nor even one of the courtly augments who bitterly cling to the threads of life to exist on in a living horror of alchem treatments and stolen youth. I would have no part of that, regardless of what the sigilite wished. I am and have remained only human. I remember the Imperium as it was meant to be, as it could have been, and unlike the Emperor I have no gilded wonder to keep me, and soon I shall pass. It is for this reason that I have assembled this record. I have poured my learning and my memory into it. I know there are those who would call my words lies, or worse, treason, and I have no doubt that in the grim darkness of what is surely to follow My words may seem at best a cruel joke. But if the fates are with me, this record shall survive the darkness ahead. Endure the zealot's hatred and blind superstition that we have pulled over ourselves like a shroud. And the truth be known. I saw with eyes then young, and this is my testament. I was there when Talan burned and kept us drowned in oceans of blood. I witnessed the skies of terror riven with lightning and shadow on the day that the war master came and hell followed with him. I heard the funeral bell toll for the emperor of humanity and went. I remember. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Night 7th Podcast, talking warfare in the 31st millennium. I'm Pete, and with me tonight, I've got uh, Kyle. Hi, Kyle. What's up? And I've got Gaz. Gaz, how are you, mate?
1: Not too bad. Yourself,
0: mate? Yeah, it's good, good. Crazy times we live through, but good. So, uh, and by way of the show, what we're going to do this episode, we'll go through a bit of an introduction and talk about what we've been up to in the hobby uh, and then after that we'll go through some questions that the listeners have been kind enough to send in to us and after we've done that we'll talk a bit about some close combat weapons so yeah I think that will be the, the the I don't know framework for the show but there we go so over to you guys what have you been up to in the hobby so far
1: so I finished my saber tanks pretty much and while searching in my loft today i managed to find some extra weapons for them so i should be able to i'll be doing them soon so i've got all the options because i've magnetized them uh and then i've started working on a predator eradicator so i've magnetized the sides so i can have sponsons or no sponsons but to be honest i'll probably uh field it with no sponsons I've also started doing two apothecaries, and I've gone to my local store and brought loads of zone Mortalis tiles.
2: I'm so jealous right now!
1: <laughs> I would say I'd ship them over, but it's probably even more than what the boards are worth. The shipping.
2: The, the worst part is like I, I just want to punch myself right in the in the nether regions because like I'm like oh I should totally buy these now nah, they'll be around forever and then it's like they were gone. Like I was like, what? So I'm hoping in a few weeks we'll get some. Maybe fingers crossed. I mean, I've I've heard
1: rumors that them items are made in China, so it's all dependent on how they come across. I don't know if that's true. Someone could just be making it up on the internet. So I dare say they're going. They will be coming back for you. I'm sure of it.
2: I hope. I'm just jealous. I need them. I want them. How and are you I going to paint them in my life? How are you
1: going to paint them? Well, I've been following uh, two painters on Instagram, and they've got a really simple, fantastic-looking way. The only problem is, I always think with these tiles, you either do them Necromunda or Zone Mortalis, because the Necromunda ones look fantastic, but they wouldn't fit right in a uh, spaceship or anything like that, would they? I think you are definitely kind of uh, situational which ones you go for. So I can see myself making two boards of them, to be honest.
0: Oh, really? Wow. So is it going to be a Blood Angels Strike Cruiser, is that, do you think?
1: Uh, it's just going to be a neutral one, more more than
3: likely.
0: Okay. I can't wait to play on them.
1: Yeah. I've got a game already for when you uh, move this way. And
0: a lot of... Uh, yeah. And a lot of magnetization you were talking about. So... Rare earth
1: magnets. How do you find working with them? Yeah, I don't. To be honest, I don't normally magnetize it because I just think I'll just buy multiple. But it's just getting it's getting stupid now. Really, is the amount <laughs> of stuff. So uh, I thought I'll try. It's just dead easy. The only the only one I was I thought about. I was have problems is the uh, side sponsons, but they've not been a, a problem at all. I think some of the you just got to make sure you've got normal drill bits. I've had to be using. A normal 5 module drill bit for some of the uh, bigger magnets that I've got just to give you a bit more power. I've, there has been once or twice that I've put a magnet in and it's not quite strong enough so on my Predator. Although the gun sits fine it's easily to knock out so you know it does go up but I wish I'd have put a stronger magnet in there. All
3: but right.
1: at the same time am I ever going to use the conversion beamer? Oh, I don't know. That could that could be raised <laughs> up later on because I don't think it's that great a weapon. No,
2: I agree. Yeah,
0: yeah,
1: it's a it's
0: a hard weapon to master. You got it, you know, and especially for an army like yours where you're trying to close up to the enemy and get into assault.
1: I mean, it's a good one if you're fighting the right type of battle. You know, if you're going the long table edge. Uh, you, deployments are short and you're fighting you know, across along then that's when it is a great weapon because 42 inches strength 10, that's what you want or the others um, arm, there's other weapons that do it better.
0: Kyle what about you mate, what have you been up to since the last time we recorded?
2: Uh, I finished the Alpha Legion technically, well I have Alf, uh Alfarius left to finish mm. but I mean he was just an extra I and mean, I don't that's a weird thing. I really don't play with Primarchs very often or if ever. I think I've maybe played with a Primark five times with various armies. I just don't but I just paint him because I want to have him on there. So he's just been kinda of put to the side and then I had family in visiting and they just soaked up all my time. So I haven't really been hobbing much. Um I got all my paints and everything prepped because I sent pictures, I think you posted them up on Uh, Instagram, I'm going to be doing Death Guard next.
3: Mm. And then Mm. I'm going
2: to do like a reverse scheme. So I'm actually going to do kind of like March to Terra where I'm going to actually do their armor green and all their shoulder pads and accent colors in the cream color. It's a little bit different. Oh, Oh, very Uh, interesting. Just to kind of break it up. But what I'm going to do, the special units, like uh, the Death Shroud and the Grave Wardens, and I'm still kind of vacillate on the grave Worms just a little bit, but I think I'm gonna do well. I know the death route for sure, gonna be cream as well, and then I'll paint more Terran as cream. Um, but all the rest. So then I think when I look at it visually, when I'm kind of in my mind's eye, you know, they'll stick out, will stand out. Um, so and then the army, the way it is, is basically like uh, land Raiders everywhere. <laughs> Just tons yeah. of land raiders yeah. and Spartan. <laughs> and then uh, just trying to utilize uh, the guy's close combat weapons, shooting, and then rag grenades and charge in. Uh, there's also going to be 20 boarding marines in it. So I always build my list like anywhere from four to 5,000 points, somewhere in there, and then paint them all up. Just so it gives me some flexibility to move. Uh, units in and out so i've been prepping that um i bought a book i've been buying things which is kind of like a hobby it's one of the pillars of the hobby absolutely Uh, it had a it was like a mini christmas i got the those crusade books in uh from king fluff over in uh, your neck of the woods which were really cool i really enjoyed reading them um i think he did a me like the orc army i was like wow i want to play against these orc armies like it was really cool so if people don't know uh I don't even know his real name, um, but King Fluff on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter, I believe it is. He wrote a bunch of rules for the Great Crusades with alien races. So, really cool stuff in there. Um, and then I also got the Mortal event book, and I was absolutely blown away.
0: Oh, it's brilliant, isn't
2: it? Yeah. For its price, like people, all 17 of you will ever listen to this. <laughs> you need to go buy one right now. Um, it's hardback. I mean, it's literally like I was looking at a Forge World production. Probably the best way I can describe it. Um, and uh, it's just kind of a collection of all the rules. They have Centurion. gives a breakdown on that. The real cool thing is they have rights of War for Centurion. Um, they have, I mean, Armory. Uh, all these little kind of cool units that you can add in. And I like how they make them very specific. They have like assassins and agents for uh, uh, the Imperium and agents for the Warmaster. It's just a really good book. Like I, I, I messaged oh, – I'm totally blanking on his name right now, um, the guy who sold it to me. Um, he's one of the Mortal Events guys. I'm totally – maybe it's in the book and I'm totally forgetting his name. Uh, but I told him he, he needs to charge more for this book than what he actually did.
3: So I was like,
2: I was like, uh, I think you're uh, cutting yourself. My my NBA was kicking and I was like, I think you're uh, underselling your uh, your your stuff here. But I would love to do on a future episode because I know Rick's got a copy because I bought two. And I think you got a copy and Gaz maybe has a copy or you were hooking him up with one.
3: Yeah, we I've got one for do, Gaz. To, I've
2: got one. We need to dive into that book. A lot of cool stuff. Oh, there. there are so
0: it. Yeah, so many cool things. So, so, Andrew Hollis is that who you were speaking to? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. He's a very good. And it's uh, Ben for the um, for King Fluff. So okay. those books are really good as well. So yeah, I mean, I've got. I mean, we should review these, seeing as you've got some over in the states and we have got them here in the UK. You're right that the the orc army in um, uh, the King Fluff books is it, brilliant. But so is all the other stuff. I mean, he's really captured. Oh, yeah. He's really captured those early Horace Heresy books. Uh, Horus Rising, False Gods, etc. Um, if you
2: have uh, murder, they have the yeah the
0: the the mega mega, the mega yeah yeah but also well, the call
2: got, out the call out boxes and everything he does is just fantastic yeah,
0: absolutely absolutely but then so the the I mean they are a very specific Great Crusade type list that allows mm-hmm. you to play play. Essentially, Warhammer 40,000 style games where it's marines against alien races or or solar rocks against alien races. And that's what that allows you to do, but with some of the flavouring of 30k. The all Events rule set is really um, the heresy. It's it's marine against marine or some of the you know the solar rock stuff, etc. It, it is all set in the heresy. It's all designed for that. And there's some spectacular um unit entries i think in there the the su- breacher support squads the assault support squads in particular are two things that really caught my eye um so i think it'd be worth in the future now that we've we've all got copies of the books we'll read them and and do a bit of a review properly on the Mornable events stuff and then maybe well, they, some i
2: think they fleshed out a lot of stuff when you agree yeah. like oh
0: it's yes they have and it, it just fills in so many gaps in your head. Do you think, why would you not have these types of units? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And also that the art, the, the army lists in terms of uh, extra rights of war that they've created are so well done. You know, this is forge world level of uh, army design and balance, maybe a little bit more than forge world at times in the way that they've constructed some of this, you know, it's a real, real um, testament to what, community members can do and the production quality of the book i mean it, it the only thing that gives it away on my when it's on my shelf from the other red books that i have is it's a bit more glossy in terms of yep. the uh, the hardback but other than that it looks like it smells like it feels like a forge world book Same it's really size. well done yeah like it's such, they did they it
2: is... yeah So such I, a I good there. Like, I have a buddy who plays salamanders that we play with out here, and it's like, oh, you want to destroy unit for salamanders? So it gets around kind of like, well, you can't have, you know, rag grenades and other stuff like that. And it, But it, it's totally flavored, like, perfect for it. It's flamers and heavy flamers and all kinds of cool stuff. I mean, it was really, really well done. So that I had that uh, that I was digging through, and then I got uh, the Crucible Retribution for Titanicus, which I've been thumbing through. Uh, look at all the new cool stuff there with the fire wasps and all that good <laughs> stuff. And then I got my House of Iron book, and I think, Pete, you got this too, all
0: right? Oh, yes. So I've been, uh, well, recently I've been playing a bit of uh, Necromunda with, uh, well, bullying my wife into playing me <laughs> during, during these strange times. Um, but yeah, I've, I've gone all in on a bit of uh, House of Iron, uh, so... Yeah, I think it's really good. I mean, I don't think it'll knock my uh, my Goliath gang. Uh, my love, I've got three Goliath gangs actually. I, I just wow. love the muscle-bound hulks. Uh, yeah. So my my, as an aside, my my chemtime, chemtown Juicers are the force that I play with at the moment. And uh, the gang, the Forge Tyrant, is an absolute beast. He's called Orange Man Bad, OMB. <laughs> he wears a Bright orange armor and he's got golden hair. Uh, that's all I'll say. But he is a <laughs> he wrecks face. Runs around with a heavy bolter and a mole. um He's got a pet. Oh, he's got a pet pet sump croc. Um, his sidekick Tillerson uh, with his sawn-off shotgun is does some work for me. yes yeah, I just love Necromunda. But the House of Iron book really interesting. Um, so I get all the books when they come out. I love. I just I love the Underhive um you know the gene smithing in the um house of chains allows you to really forge interesting gangs house of iron with the um names you know the memorable names piece really allows you to tailor your people but in a different way to the way that the goliaths do it and the same with the um with the escher with the uh uh was it house of blades and they they have all the different types of poisons that you can and concoctions and chemicals or uh, chemicals as they was calling it on the irahorist gangbang episode um, it, The way that they've changed each of the like none of the books are just a replica of each other They've they all bring different flavors to the houses. It's just really good uh, It's such a great little game. I love Necromunda and yeah, I'm glad to hear you've got in on the house of iron mate
2: Well, so back uh, when I was in high school, because I'm old like that, Necromunda came out, and a buddy of mine, Jake, and I split the, the box, and he's always been Goliath, and I've all, I mean, Orlocks has always been my favorite. I love the Raskins too, but I don't know Hmm. if they're ever, they they probably will eventually. Um, But this was the first one. I was like, ah, fifty bucks for like a Goliath book, I don't know, and then I just waited for this one because that's who I have. I have like thirty Orlocks built. Haven't really played them um but i was like i'm gonna get after getting his book i was like yeah i'm picking up that the escher one and the glide just for the background just for the you know fluff type stuff and i mean they're really well done i was really surprised on that um you know just because i haven't i mean i've tried to rope rick into it but i don't think he's that committed and I think that's just because of, <laughs> of a couple of customers he has to deal with, which are like, you're like, uh, I don't think I want to play Necromunda either. <laughs> like, you know, they're, they're, those, they're those kind of cats where you're like, uh, you're making this awkward. I just want yeah. to play a game. Um, so yeah. I got that. I'm trying to think. Of what I, I picked up a Primaris Tech Marine. built that. Um, I've just been kind of low-key. I haven't really been painting or anything else besides I just buying stuff. And then trying to reorganize my hobby room, which was a nightmare.
0: But, have you got any pearlescent dice yet?
2: Uh, no, I still need to, because I oh, they son. got they got they got they <laughs> got. I just See, I haven't pulled the truth because uh, that whole snafu with the extra book and everything. I have. Uh, they credited me back, which I oh, and real quick, I forgot. I got. Um, a box of the the night uh Escheron and uh serastus built, built a box of those. Um for my Titanicus that'll have to do. But uh no, I haven't. I just I haven't really it's hard. Pearlescence is hard for me, okay? Like it's just <laughs> It's like I wish <laughs> they would give you the choice. You know, and I understand they have to buy X amount of dice but I'm just I like matte, basic-looking stuff. Because for me, like, if I do Death Guard, like, why is it pearlescent Death Guard? It doesn't make sense to me.
0: Because it's vapor, Literally. mate.
2: It's poisonous vapor. Po- poisonous vapor?
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's been, you know, I don't know, uh, like frozen in carbon.
2: See, it makes sense for my Alpha Legion, because my Alpha Legion are that blue metallic. So it's I'm right the- there with that.
1: It's all the Frostfix just, you know, leaking from the spores.
2: <laughs> the grave the grave wardens yeah with that that mist. one thing i wanted to do because i was reading it and kind of going through when i was getting my going through my death card again because i have 10 of the grave wardens all grenades i'm trying to f- put enough of the combi weapons i want to do unit of all combi weapon grave wardens so i need to find because it only comes with one arm so i have two So I now have to scrumge together, you know, eight more for a 10-man squad. So I just have to scour the internet or eBay or something, probably find them. But uh, that's, that's about it. I have just been organizing stuff. uh, uh, Allegedly out here now in December, we're going to have a mercenary market. I don't know if you guys are familiar with that. Um, It's something I did decades ago when I ran GW stores and we used to do, it's kind of like a flea market. You would set up your stuff in the store. wouldn't cost you anything. And then all the transactions were gift cards. That's how I would make money as a TW manager. And then when I was a partner and we opened up an independent store out here in Arizona, we did the same thing. We called it mercenary market, but we just did. You did money transaction. Whatever. Allegedly, we're going to have one here in December. So I've been kind of getting stuff ready to that. And that one is same thing cash or you can run it through the till and then you get like 20 percent extra so for every hundred bucks you put in you get 20 extra bucks um so i looked last time i did that i made like i made a good, a good amount of money i made like six seven hundred bucks cash and then i made like another five hundred dollars in store credit So i didn't care but what i love to go there maybe it's my scottish side in me. i want to go there <laughs> and i want to like just haggle with people until they give it up. <laughs> like I i had this, I had this kid who was selling next to me. Um, and, uh, he had just all these random, like, uh, 30 K sprues of Mark four. Um, and he had a thing in his like buck a screw, right? I'm like, Hey dude, you have like 25 sprues here. What do you want for it? He goes, uh, you can have the whole thing for, I don't know, 15 bucks. I'm like, you sure? There's like 25. That's how you, he goes. Yeah, you can have them. I went home on that sprue. There was like twenty-eight Mark IV legs on there. It's like, oh. I got like twenty-eight Marines for for that price. I was just like, okay. And then you know, because I, I have so many other torsos and other things like that, so just like little deals like that, I like haggling over.
1: Was you cracking so. your knuckles as you uh, offered him fifteen?
2: No, I was just <laughs> intimidated I, I, him. Know, no, what I did is honestly is like. I just look, I was like, oh, these are all marked Four. I didn't really look at them, right? I'm like, ah, I'll just buying their bits. 20 bucks. I was thinking 25 bucks, that's fine. There's going to be a power fist on there and maybe a couple combi weapons. It's worth it, right? And then I got home and I'm like, adding them all up. I'm like, well, thanks for the almost three squads of Marines I pulled off of there <laughs> for 15 bucks. So, because some people get desperate, especially. I'm the one who circles. So I'll go down there and I'll buy a table to sit. So you got to purchase a table to sell stuff, but I'll see And then I'll just watch them like, Oh, you haven't really sold anything today. You want to make some deals or what?
3: <laughs> so, <laughs> but yeah. on the
2: other side, flip side for me, I'm open for business. I'm always going to make a deal. Like, I don't want to pack the stuff back up. So. I just you know, get the impression it makes he's like happen. a little
1: vulture, just, you know, <laughs> watching for the, uh, desperate. <laughs>
3: yeah. Well, I think it's, like, I've
2: known him for so long. Right, I've known him for like fifteen years. He was just like, yeah, whatever, fifteen bucks. I'm like, you should, sure? and I was like, dude, you don't, you don't want twenty five bucks for these? I'll give you twenty five. Like, no, no, fifteen's cool. I'm like, all right, but I didn't really look at him either. So it's kind of like a, you know, like a treasure, <laughs> like finding treasures. But I got, I basically the last time they did it, I have a corn demon army for, for demons of the ruin storm. So nice. I got nice. just picking up a bunch of random stuff you know so hopefully that goes through we'll see with covid and all this other stuff but it's going to be an outside which should be beautiful in arizona at that time should probably be like 60 70 degrees outside and then wheeling and dealing (laughs) wheeling and dealing like arthur that's a british reference you would get (laughs) i'm trying i'm trying to find all the peppa pig episodes i can to catch up on the lingo (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> watch with my kids I got Ice Lolly I got Torch uh, uh, Petrol so I've been paying attention <laughs> Getting closer. Yeah, I'll take a quiz I'll take a <laughs> quiz uh, <laughs> well them?
1: when you come over you'll see is it the Pepper Pigway Scottish have you seen them ones
2: um, I haven't watched all I, it's weird because I think my daughter liked Peppa for a hot yeah, minute don't, and to, don't and watch my son's with, all about yeah,
1: wars. yeah don't watch it with children it's an adult. They're just. Uh, oh, is it? Yeah, I'll I'll send it to you.
2: Oh, is that the one where they dub over with the Scottish accent and yeah, yeah. stuff? And they like scream at each other. <laughs> <laughs> That's the ones. Okay, I think it's that.
1: Yeah. What have you been up to then,
0: Pete? Uh, so I've been a real hobby butterfly when it comes to to what I've been up to. To be to be honest, actually, I say that most of what I've been doing is uh, around my thirteenth legion so uh i look back at some of the models that i in the army that i had and they were in desperate need of a bit of an update in terms of the paint job they were very um clean shall we say uh so i painted them years ago so that I, I did i started this army when the heresy first uh, really got released i was a uh, an ultra player in 40k and i wanted a, an ultra legion army um but it didn't really fit with the more modern aesthetic of the hobby or how I paint now. So I've gone back and touched up some of the units and I've been using a lot of weathering um, techniques. So I don't know, you would have seen the, well, you guys will have seen the the Terminator squad that I did and it tried Mm -hmm. to make them a bit more heresy era Indominus stuff. Well, I used a lot of weathering powders on them and uh, some of the MiG, ammo by MiG stuff. To give them a bit of mud on the, to make the bases a bit more realistic um some of the vehicles i've gone in have started really weathering up a load of vehicles and so you know I've, I've been doing a militia army to run either as an independent 30k ultramarines auxilia force or for um a vigil operative force so the ultramarines alternate right of war so i've got a number of tanks um, i've got some of the mortian tanks there was a deal on that they were doing so i bought uh the Mortin main battle tank and the mortian medium battle tank chassis the medium bank the medium battle tank is similar in size to a lehman russ so and could run as any of the different variants you get all when you buy it you get all the different forms of weaponry that you could put on a on a lehman russ tank so it allows me to run it as whatever type I want. So I'm just painting one of them up at the moment. But I've been using a lot of the weathering techniques. Um, there's the the Race for Terror YouTube channel. Um, that's really been sort of – it's really captured me recently in you terms of – the road to
1: weather. terror.
0: Is it the, I thought it was the Race for Terror. Is, Is it, it Road to Terror? I don't know. It's
2: Road to Terror.
0: Is it Road hey, to he Terror?
2: Does, he does, like, uh, all the uh, world leader stuff, like drop. Yeah, on. that's the one. Yeah yeah
0: that's it yeah so i mean that his his but just that weathering that he's been doing has really, yeah. really really captured me so i've gone back over a load of land raiders that i had a load of rhinos i, I really touched all of them up um I've just been enjoying using all these new products that i've never really paid attention to uh finished off the uh dual fist contemptor for the ultramarines um, i'm working on another two squads of terminators for them now so so what what i what I intend to put on the tabletop uh is a really almost like a pride of the legion type force quite small quite elite lots of um you know two plus armor uh a lot of a v fourteen stuff you know um and yeah just run with some really as well painted as I can make them forces uh but I've started some custodies again just as a bit of a palette cleanser. I've been painting up a load of Necromunda stuff. As I said, uh, I made I, I painted up that cash machine using some, uh, some glazes, the little arcade. Um, uh,
3: yeah, objective.
0: In. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So if, if you follow on Instagram, you'll see some of the stuff. Um, and that was good fun to paint up and just to see what it's like to paint over decals and how they, how they come through different shades and whatnot. But yeah. I've just been enjoying the hobby and what's a really busy time at work. So, uh, yeah, it's been it's been good, but mainly 13th
1: Legion, mainly 13th Legion and weathering powders. So, yeah, that's what I've been up to. And obviously we haven't got Rick, so we can't even ask him.
2: Uh, he hasn't been doing shit.
3: <laughs> <laughs> that right. guy.
2: We just had dinner on Friday. That guy. So uh, I bought him, so I dropped off that book, so maybe the book... He he confounds Chiller and I. It's like, dude, you have more time than anyone to, like, knock stuff out. And maybe that's the problem, right? Like, if you ever in school and they're like, oh, there's no late. You can just turn in your homework whenever. So you just wait and wait and wait. And I think when you don't have time, you just, like, you know, like me, he's just, like, I, I don't know how you painted your Alpha Legion. You painted 4,500 points in six weeks. I was like, because I did it. <laughs> like, it's not that hard, Rick. That's what's so frustrating. I just want to strangle him sometimes. He's just like, oh, you have all this time, all these, you know, you know, you don't have to worry about kids and marriage and, you know, all that other stuff. So he's just been video gaming it up, I think, and building <laughs> fantasy models and doing all kinds of other stuff.
1: Maybe he's uh, just addicted to porn.
2: Well, that's the truth.
0: <laughs> okay. Uh, real niche. Family stuff, eh? <laughs> yeah. oh, He'll love that. He's going to kill us. <laughs> kill us. No, he I really thought back. I had offended him. I really thought I offended him when I made that little... This is a bit of an internal stuff here, guys, if you're listening to the show. Um, but yeah, Don't I was hold just... Don't call the picture. Yeah. I thought he'd never speak to me again.
2: It was good fun. Yeah. Well, I, know I laughed it. out yeah i did too i don't know if he did but you
0: know we gotta get kicked out of it uh that's it good old rick so i think that'll do us for the intro then Uh, and we will move on to listeners questions Okay, so what we'll do now is we'll go through some of the questions that we received uh, and get the answers from the host and see if we can either help people if they've got questions that are like that or just, I don't know, chew the, chew the fat over some some interesting themes. Uh, I think what we'll do first, there's a couple on Instagram. Um, Arch Magos has posted uh, a few questions for us. The first up, guys, is what's your favorite Legion super heavy and why? I'll kick that out to you guys.
1: I always loved the Glaive when he first come out. I think he's just it was such a fantastic looking tank. But be, probably because I don't have one, I just really want a fell ah. I mean I think we all love the storm uh Thunderhawk, don't we? I think it's just yeah. well, it's just one of them things in the Stormbirds fantastic, but for in say in game, I just really want that fell blade. And he's probably is because I haven't got one.
2: <laughs> Kyle, what's yours? Phil A by far. That just <sighs> the image of the two big old cannons on it. Like, don't get me wrong, I like the chassis, right? Like if you go with the blade, <laughs> um and uh, I'm totally blanking on the other one. Um, Falcon. Falcon. There we go. Like, just the way. I think what it does is because it gives me all the warm feelings of like when the game first came out when I see that yeah. I'm just like that was like the super heavy yeah. um, it's just it's badass like like if I was if I was like holding out and then all of a sudden like an iron warrior or one of those just rolled out I'd shit myself <laughs> like like what do you do you're just like oh we're holding this down we're, you know, we're holding out, and then they're like bring the fell blades up and you're like oh my gosh so yeah. I think that's just the way with the bubble top like it just looks cool yes. I really like it
0: I think we've got a clean sweep here, guys. So I've got a Fellblade in my Ultramarines force. Uh, I absolutely, absolutely love it. Uh, I haven't used it for a while, but when I, you know, back in the back when Heresy first came out, and I got this vehicle, um, I used to play it quite a lot. You know, a lot of people would run their Primarchs and stuff, and the Ultramarines at that time didn't have a their Legion special stuff because Tempest hadn't come out when I was. Running this, I don't think. Well, certainly, I didn't have a copy of Tempest, um, so I was using this when they were using their Primarchs, uh, and I love it. The damage output it had, the the look, like you say, Kyle, that frying pan um, turret is just mm-hmm. just on point. Um, and then they brought out that game. The um, it was like for for um, mobile, the Drop Site Massacre. Game? Yeah, Don't know if you remember. I still it,
2: play. It. I still play that.
0: Ah. so the, it had a little animation of a fell blade uh, in yeah. one of the one of the trailers of the intro bits, and it, you just, yeah, just the image of it. It just screams heresy because of, like you say, it's that turret shape more than anything, and yeah, two big cannons on it, the the quad lasers, the demolisher. I mean, what's not to love? What is not to love?
1: I must me I quite like the Cerberus as well. The old land ride with yeah, just three so, guns, but it's not—it's not the strongest so that, of things.
0: I like the typhoon as well. I haven't got a typhoon. Uh, is it typhoon? Is that what the yeah? Call it? I hate yeah. that thinking game. Yeah, so <laughs> it's a blue angel player. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so I like—I I do like it. Um, and I like, uh, uh oh, Christ, what's it called now? I just lost it. The—the the the huge front. siege ram thing
1: uh the assault ram
0: no not the assault ram the the uh Crim- no 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 it's, it's a tank it's a huge tank you can put like 30 Mastodon. In. mastodon. yeah so a yeah, lo- yeah. I- i've got a thing for a mast for the mastodon especially in sons of horus colors i might have to get one of them but uh but fell blade. Fel blade is my super heavy legion vehicle of choice uh, and it seems for all three of us, uh, if if Rick was here, he'd probably go with the same because we'd bully him. Yeah. <laughs> so, it, in a similar vein, Archmage asks us, uh, what's your favourite non-Legion super heavy and why? Kyle, what's, what's yours?
2: Non-Legion? It's going to be tough because I don't play non-Legion. Um... I don't know. I got come back to me. I gotta think about oh, okay. that here. I gotta think about it. I'm trying.
1: To... non legion so it... super heavy. Well, <laughs> mine's fairly easy, so I'll, I'll take this then. This uh, storm hammer. I absolutely love that for Solar Exilia. I'm amazed I haven't even brought one. I just because when he came out to the weekend, I kept saying. I kept saying I really want one of these because it just looks fantastic. All the weapons just on it. I mean, it's just ridiculous, isn't it? How many tank weapons are on that? Mm. It's just mm. I I love that thing. I think they sold out over the other weekend. And that's probably why I didn't get one. But I absolutely love that thing.
0: Yeah, it's a very cool. T- so mine is a, a Bane Blade chassis one, and that's the uh, uh, the Stormlord. Vulcan mega bolter and transport capacity, assault vehicle. Oh, lovely vehicle. Is that
2: the one that carries a 30 triple? Yes trip it is. Yeah, yes, that's, it, a good
0: it one. Is. that's a very good um. one. And as as I say, it's it's an assault vehicle, so you, you can get into the grill of your enemy and pile out charge. it. Oh, it's it's a fantastic, fantastic uh super heavy.
1: I love Warhounds though as well. That's definitely another thing, God. They're my favourite Titan, definitely a Warhound. Yeah, Reavers are good. Mm. I I don't know. I just love the I love I I love both of them, the Lucius and the uh, Mars Pattern uh, Titans. I've got one of them Lucius ones. Need obviously unpainted.
0: Yeah, <laughs> unpainted. But yeah, so Stormlord for me. And storm uh, hammer. Storm hammer for for yourself, uh, Kyle. Do you know yet what's your favorite?
2: I'm trying to think. Like, I mean, I want to be a little bit different too, because it seems like we're always picking the Bane blade chassis type. on by one of the knights. Uh, uh, well, that's that's where I was actually thinking it is, is the porphyrin. Uh, yes, that's that's really good. I think just my. What makes you from selecting that is Titanicus because those things are a little over the top, where it makes you throw up a little <laughs> bit in my mouth. But I like the size of it. There's a guy here locally that has one, and it's just it's like a potato. Like it's just it's just massive and everything it has. Um, so that's. But I mean, it's not like massive in a horrible like crappy orc way. You know, it's it's just it's tough. Mm. It looks tough. It's got the missile rack. It's got the heavy um las destroyers on it like I'd probably go with that. Um I mean the Serastis I like a lot too if we're talking about night chassis but um yeah I think that's probably what I'd go with. I do some like the actual off the Bebo. Yeah. It's good. But yeah I think
0: I think you're right. I think that the, the Porphyron there's some beautiful ones that are out there as well. Uh Mike from the eye horrors podcast he painted a, a stunning one he added all that uh frosting on the power cables that fed the laser uh, that, that was beautiful i'm not i'm not sold on the mechanicum version with the conversion beamers you know that version of the the papyrus mm-hmm. i just i just don't that that one doesn't capture me in the way that the uh the normal one does but there are some beautiful ones out there mark bedford's Originally, what the original paint scheme that's out there for the um uh, what they called the ones with the red scorpion symbology. Uh, Malinax, red, is it?
2: Sp- it? Oh, yeah, yeah, Mal. <laughs> I thought you were like red scorpions. I was like, the red scorpions, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's what threw me off. And I was like, red scorpions out of the red scorpions. <laughs> so, but then I was thinking that was 40k, and then I messed up there. I was showing my past.
0: <laughs> you are showing your past there. Badab Wars, here we come uh so but yeah no that's a really cool choice that's a really cool choice so two two baneblade chassis and, and one super heavy walker uh that's our favorites and then so the final question that arch magos asks us it's quite an interesting one who are the instagrammers that you take the most inspiration from so kylie Jennifer for rick clearly but uh
2: let me let me pull my instagram here real quick I could probably give a good run through uh Mixula for one
3: mm-hmm.
2: um I really like um oh gosh who are, I'm, I don't know it's like I have to look by their their names and stuff um uh Darren Latham obviously who works for GWF a lot there's another guy alfarius who does his conversions granted it's not really 30k but his conversions of primaris guys into so like if you want a character like uh luke here so here on uh blackheart he'll do mm-hmm. it with the new mm-hmm. primaris. like his conversions are off the chain yeah. uh good um i'm trying to think who else um he's what's the guy's name who does all the nurgle Totally and on. are yeah that's what goes. Yeah, i like okay. him i like yeah, uh, lp miniatures i like a lot as well mm. um well it's lp underscore miniatures um I'm trying to think of all the people but sometimes i'll go in there and i'll just like you know just kind of run through and just look, look, looking at, look at pictures. Uh, one thing I have to get better. I don't know how you guys are. I don't like like things as much as I should, but it doesn't mean I don't like them.
3: Yeah. I'm like, I, oh, I that's
2: badass. And then I scroll to the next one. I don't even like like it. You know. Yeah.
3: Yeah.
0: yeah. There's um, yeah, Christoph Keel. You know, Cornell. I think that's how you pronounce. Yeah. it. He's really good. some of his stuffs fantastic. Very Blanchistuy in in many ways, but really captures grim dark and yeah just some fantastic stuff on his um on his site i mean arch magos himself arch underscore magos on the uh, on instagram has got some good things i mean he he asked the question uh so but worth checking his stuff out absolutely um but I there mean, are so many i mean it's hashtags more than anything that i follow yeah <laughs> I mean, uh, uh, Thunder
2: Thunderwolf and I follow too, and Omega. Oh, Thunderwolf
0: is good.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, Omega does like thirty k alpha leader, but he does it more with like, uh, uh like oils and mm. you know, kind of pastel-y pink style.
1: Yeah, yeah. So Tom Gold with the Heresy Enthusiast is really good as well. Oh yes, I love his uh, Titanicus. Mm. I quite like. I'm going to throw something a little bit different because there's so many. Like you say, I quite like some of the uh, table ones. So, Rapid Tabletop, uh, mm-hmm. Trunks Painting, Pip Meister, Broken Arrow 2000 and stuff, and Kerbox. But, I mean, Rapid Tabletop, some of his uh, Zone Mortalis and Necromunda tables are absolutely amazing. Crunk's painting, that that's the scheme he's done a quite a easy looking scheme for you sound metale so i'm going that's why I'm going copy for mine hope mm. when I've been painting my predator the last few days, I just go on Instagram and just think, well what I want to see other people's predator tanks and just see what bits you like and there's just so many it's just ridiculous how much gray hobby is out there,
0: yeah, we really are in a golden age I think the the ability to share both on Facebook or Instagram or whatever, um, what people are doing. Just, there's so many, so many inspirational guys out there. The Whisperheads, can't forget some of the stuff that they do. Terror Vault,
1: for, there's just
2: so many. really good. Yeah. yeah.
1: I always love you when you see someone just puts up a little tutorial and it just blows your mind. It's, it's something ridiculously simple, like just do yeah. this and this. And then you and you think, why didn't I think about it? Or it just yeah. changes your uh, painting style from then on.
2: Well, yeah. then, like, I'm a dummy, I'll scroll through, and then will be like, oh, where was that? Because I should have liked it. <laughs> like, to help with the algorithms. Yeah. should have yeah. liked it. Screenshots. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm the worst. I'm like, oh, my God, that's so awesome. And I'll, like, send a picture to Rick or something, and then I'm, like, you know, two hours later, I'm like, man, I should have liked that. <laughs> that was really cool. No, but
0: like I say, it's a lot of... um the different hashtags are the ones you can't go wrong if you follow um hard for heresy mm. you know th- those rascals at the eye of horrors podcast started that yeah. <laughs> started that one off. uh but there are so many good things that and obviously
1: that. it goes without saying you should follow them as well
0: yeah absolutely absolutely there's some good stuff on there and they've got was it um Michael Cantrell, so Mike off of the I Horace. He's got his, what's it, I Horus Foundry page now uh, that he does some of his own stuff on. So check that one out. But yeah, Instagram, full of inspiration. Full of inspiration. Uh, and we're up to over 500 followers now. So thanks very much, to everyone. Wow. It's, uh, going great guns.
2: Thank you for actually liking our stuff too and not being a savage like me. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> yeah,
0: absolutely. Uh, so, other questions then? You've, we've had a couple of emails, haven't we, guys?
1: Yeah, so we're, the first one we've got is from Sean. He says, Hi guys, always enjoy hearing more Heresy content. And with the new Dark Angels book, I'm more than excited. With the world in a mess, I'm wondering how you guys keep motivated with no gaming or events.
0: Hmm.
1: Oh, interesting question.
0: So,
2: do you want? I think do you f- want to take it first.
1: Come on, guys. Yeah, I, f- I think just reading always. I just love reading the books, and I think if you, especially if you're up to date, just go back and read some of the old ones. You know, Angel Exterminatus was an it's an absolutely fantastic book, and you you forget about how good some of these books are until you go back and reread them. Yeah. I always think that fires me up.
0: Yeah, I, I love that. <laughs> There's a scene in that when uh smashes full face <laughs> into the warlord model that he's built. That, uh...
1: that is in my top five heresy moments, that scene. <laughs> That's
0: one of the best bits. Have a little look at this. Smash! <laughs>
1: yeah. Well, uh... The other top five moments is uh, when the fire raptors rise up to oh, kill Horus. Fuck me. I went and brought three, three of them. After that, I was like, "I need them."
0: A- yeah, I love the the way Mortarian sort of throws him out onto the uh, onto the lead one. Yeah, and he just ends it with Worldbreaker. Amazing. Yeah, that is a such a good scene in the books. Um, I think you're right. Reading reading some of the books is uh, it's always an inspiration. You always get something in them that that pops out. I think you know we are all under trying conditions at the moment and and in many ways the hobby is is the release for me so that you know I, i've never stopped loving the hobby i've invested so much of my time money and effort into it, it it's part of my life it, it probably you know i don't have children so this is where all my like you know free cash goes it, is into this and that's because it it, it kind of i'm I'm always motivated by it but even more so at the moment. So there are times when I don't maybe paint as much but I've got time now or I've got more opportunities to and I mean I was really busy during the first lockdown here in the UK um, and and away from my house so that now that I'm I'm working at home a lot more my hobby juices are flowing you'll have seen that over like I say, I've been a bit of a hobby butterfly recently. With the amount of stuff I've been painting or working on, you know, um, there's, I think I've painted more in the last month than I've painted in the last year before it. So, and that's because this is the thing that allows me to, I don't know, unwind. It's a bit cheesy to say, oh, it's the thing that uh, it's escapism, you know, but it's certainly the thing that lets me be me in a creative sense so i'm motivated by that the the ability to just be just to build armies and talking to you guys especially i think one of the things that has really kept us all on the hobby train is the ability to chat to each other and just bullshit josh and rib each other about what we're doing uh over whatsapp or on a podcast like this that's been really really motivational. kyle any thoughts
2: uh, I mean, I'm going to probably, you know, kind of piggyback on a lot of what you guys are saying. Um, I mean, I think it's a little bit different here. I don't think we're as, like, on lockdowns and stuff like that. So I've been getting some playing in, um, heresy-wise, you know, maybe a game every other week or so, whether we're doing zone or, or something. So that's been stuff fun to build for. But um, for me, what I did is kind of go back to my old school like what I used to do when I ran GW stores and I busted out uh, composition books I don't know if you guys have them over there you know little composition books or little black like notes if you went to college or whatever back in the olden days like I did and had to write your stuff and your notes and books and then submit them into the instructor they're like these little diary books journal books and so what I would do is I would just set up all my projects that I wanted to complete and then set myself with project goals and then I think with everything going on is it's helped a lot. It's something to focus on um, and then just kind of hobby and be realistic about it. So that's why I think I was able to complete my alpha legion in six weeks painting 4,500 points. I mean, I tried to do it in four weeks, which was very, <laughs> very <laughs> ambitious, but um, you know, I had some things kind of slow me down there, but uh, I think everything besides that had been kind of realistic and I've just really been busting out a lot of stuff and, if I haven't been painting, I don't force it, right? I think that's a lot of times people are like, "Oh, I have to do it. Or, oh, I gotta go do it. You know, I'd take a night off. Or I'd build... Uh, one thing I didn't mention at the, the show, like what I've been working on. So, I mean, you guys see the pictures. I painted up through this whole thing, like probably two and a half tables worth of uh, Titanicus terrain. And uh, I got a lot of foam and like pink foam out of here. I don't know if you guys have that same kind of the terrain tutor has it all the time on his Yeah,
0: yeah, I know and this stuff.
2: Yeah, so what I'm what I built was I had a ton of extra building pieces and I built like little pieces that I'm gonna put into like um like little mountainsides. So it's not necessarily like a city, but it's more like a canyon and it's built in. So I took those little pieces and I built a bunch of that stuff because I didn't feel like painting. So I've always tried like if I didn't feel like painting, build something. If I didn't want to build something, paint. Right. Hmm. And it just kind of help hmm. focus. And, you know, maybe I, one thing that helped too is I try to commit, especially when this lockdown and everything happened, is to try to do a, an hour a day minimum of a hobby. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Rudgy, um, you you
2: tell know, me? But, Yeah. And then like I would listen to audiobooks or, you know, buy the collection series and listen to all the audio dramas, you know, and just, Something just to kind of distract, because I think that's what everyone want, you know, kind of wants during this time. But that's what I've been doing a little bit, kind of make it through.
1: Mm-hmm. So I've just had some breaking news. Go on. Text has come through from our friendly. Next week they're releasing. Do you remember that scroll they did for the was it Sabbat Wars? The yeah, the Sabbat Crusade map. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're doing one for the Soul System. You know, from from the first book.
3: Nice.
1: I've got to get that. I've been oh after it. Oh
0: my! The... Oh my word! Has that just come out in Warhammer community as yeah. it, as
1: we are recording right I'm, now? I'm looking now. Apparently, it gets released next week. I'm. I've, I want multiple. To be honest. <laughs> I don't...
3: Yeah. New
0: new Blood Bowl, and I'm scrolling. I'm scrolling. Oh. oh. Ravnor, New Kate, boom! Wow! So, just looking at that now.
1: That that looks fantastic.
0: That is uh, that is a that is a must, 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 must buy. Yeah,
1: that's going in the hobby room.
0: That is gorgeous. So, uh, anyone that's listening, this is we're recording on a Sunday, uh, and they've just shown it on the Warhammer community site, the what's coming next week stuff, uh, and on there. Is a beautiful map. So, thank God hardly anyone listens to us. <laughs> <laughs> so, we'll know to be on there to buy it probably at 10 o'clock on
2: Saturday as normal. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I would imagine so.
2: Do you guys have any like big shows or anything going on or are they just. or is still everything on lockdown?
1: Well, everyone's confined to the houses again over here. Uh,
2: okay.
3: So, well,
1: except. F- Except for me and Pete who have to work as normal. <laughs>
3: yeah.
1: Yeah, so, yeah. all them people who've been on Furlon, you should be pumping out some massive mean, That's the people who should be uh, motivating us. Right, yeah, I
3: mean, yeah.
1: So, That's it, they
0: should be on it. Yeah.
1: So Furlon over here is the government pays you 80% of your wage just to sit at home. Jesus,
2: how can I get that? I sit at home and have to work. Yeah. <laughs> so
1: it's it's basically stop companies sucking you laying people off. So this they, they pay instead of you getting paid by your employer, you get paid by the government eighty percent. And they say under the strict instruction to stay at home, but no one ever does anyway. You see them everyone partying, and you're thinking, well, hang on a minute. Anyway, n- next uh Oh, letter. can I just
0: say uh, Meadows miniatures? I meant to point out Meta's miniatures. Gotta give him a shout out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Awesome. Awesome
1: stuff. So the next uh, question is, hello, fellow heresy lovers. Great to hear that Rick and Kyle are back podcasting. Really love that they are still motivated by the heresy still. Though Rick has to use the army of shame, I thought he had a Death Guard army that he was making during 40K radio. Did he sell them? Uh, maybe Kyle can ask that because I that because i have no
2: uh, idea i think he ripped i don't think he, rick isn't really an army selling type of person like me like i'll get some and i'm, like, eh, I'm bored of them and i'll sell it um he's more of a collector on that side so he still has all the stuff i don't know where they're at in the scheme of things mm. um i i would have to have him pull out of shame and I need to somehow get over to his apartment so I can just take a quick picture and post the, the, the closet of shame. <laughs> like pe- people's heads would explode.
1: Uh, you're banned from my heads host,
2: would explode. No, no. no. Re- well, if I even sent mine, mine is pretty, well, I mean, I have a lot of stuff that I just prepared for like the apocalypse. Like, you know, if they ever phase out space marines, So I have like 10 tactical squads,
3: <laughs>
2: ten <laughs> marines. you know, like crazy stuff. Um, but uh, his, like, if I showed a picture, you guys would be die laughing.
1: So die it, laughing. The email carries on saying, Will they be visiting Adepticon next year? I would love to see them playing against the British. Maybe they can visit instead of going to the Weekenders. Enjoy listening to you, Zach. So, I don't know. Is Adepticon uh, well, even on next year? From what I
2: heard, I heard from the word on the street it's most likely not happening. Uh yeah, sure.
1: That's a shame. Um uh,
2: uh but depending on what it is, you know, with what's going on with you guys and if you let us dirty Americans over there, I would love to go over.
1: There's always we've got yeah, spare rooms here. So you're always yeah, welcome.
2: Well I mean for me too, like I wanna go over and play but I wanna see the country and like see castles and stuff and
0: I'd love to show yeah. you around.
2: I do have a history degree, so I'm super nerdy like that. So I love that stuff, um, and like checking out all that stuff. But I, I mean, for sure, if we'll see, I've kind of made a personal like, dude, come January 1st, I ain't wearing a mask anymore. Like it's been around for a year. If I was gonna get it, I was gonna get it. <laughs> I'm gonna be sick. I'm gonna be sick. Mm-hmm. I just don't know how, you know. Uh, without getting all like political and stuff it's like it's not going away it's always going to be there so are we just going to always be locked in our houses are we what are we going to do and when i say we i mean like the planet population what are we going to do so as long as i can travel i would love to go this year i mean the plan was last year and then COVID happened and why is COVID now leaking into 2021 i'm just thinking good thoughts 2020 21 right here 2021 good thoughts positive
0: thoughts oh i'd love to come over to adepticon and it starts up again
1: yeah yeah Um, that's always been a goal
0: uh, me and you guys we go over to that yeah then swing down to arizona and hopefully have that red cup party that rick promised me last time
2: (laughs) well it's not really a swing down from chicago that's still like a three-hour plane flight (laughs) but yeah yeah absolutely Um, (laughs) <laughs> you know but uh I, I was we always used to we worked at adepticon all the time so we used to record some 40k radio stuff at adepticon and yeah
3: it's
2: it's grown i mean i went when it was small when it was tiny uh i was actually uh, one of the first ones like the first or second one when uh, they were working with gw like 15 years ago and there was like maybe like 100 people there <laughs> and now you go in there and there's like two three thousand gamers it's pretty crazy um but it'd be it's a good place for here like in the u.s and you probably have something comparable chicago's pretty dead center in the u.s so um it's easier like if you know even uh for people in canada it's pretty dead center as well so if you're in vancouver area up north in canada or you're gaming in halifax for some reason you could it's, it's pretty much dead center of the country or dead center of north mm. america and like it, it makes it easy and i think that's why you get a lot of people especially heresy there from around the states and you know canada and then you get a lot of people coming from you know australia or england
1: yeah but no uh no come next year so hopefully that answers you zach and the next one we've got says how's it going guys I've been listening to you podcast and really like hearing about the fluff and the books that you've done. I've read the latest fury of Magnus and was wondering, will you be doing a show on it? Like you did with the other books. I don't really get to talk to people about the latest book as everyone I know is quite far behind. So I enjoy hearing your views. You're about the only one looking forward <laughs> cool. to hearing your views on the black library. Callum. So yeah. Uh yeah, we're definitely gonna do one then, Pete. So Cal- yeah, Callum we... has spoken. <laughs> yeah,
0: but well, we talked about it, didn't we? We we do need to do a bit of catch yeah. up on the the uh, Siege of Terror series, um, and spoil everyone's enjoyment of it again.
1: Yeah,
0: <laughs> but so
2: that I mean, ba- we're... that bad or that good?
0: No, no well, we spoil it by telling everyone what happens. Yeah. It's, oh, uh, okay. So, I mean. Are you, are you, how far into the Siege of Terror are you, Kyle?
2: I'm all the way caught up. Oh, caught okay, because I was I was I was dilly dallying, and then you guys were like, "Saturday's the best ever, you idiot!" And then I went in and I listened, and I was like, "You're right, guys. I am an idiot." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh, maybe I went and listened to that one, and then I trap backtrack. Now the thing is, I own them all, right? right? I just it's either read or hobby, so I have. A nice british fellow read it to me it <laughs> makes me feel smart um but i don't have i don't have, i don't have magnus i i don't i don't buy the limited edition ones i don't have that one but i mean obviously i'll do as soon as it comes out but before you say something i don't want you not even going to spoil for me because you won't hurt my feelings i've been piecing a lot of the primark book stuff with magnus and like his little short audio drama like morning star and then the sons of Solon are the ending in there like i have a feeling like magnus is still fighting for the emperor and that may be completely wrong with this book it's just <laughs> so much stuff it's just like mm, that's too much of a coincidence like eh. so you know
3: so so
0: magnus does something wrong yeah what <laughs> do you should like mention. bad
2: wrong bad, bad wrong or bad good
0: uh, so I, I think we on... should
1: leave it there because it's people will be frying <laughs> us up frying us. Right, yeah, okay. But
0: it's Cause... uh like anything, it's a book that gives little breadcrumbs as to either what has happened in the intervening ten thousand years or what might have happened in the intervening ten thousand years between the Siege of Terror and the sort of current forty K timeline. Time frame, so uh, okay. it's really so interesting.
2: Forward tracks,
0: yeah. Well, it leaves it, it puts out there little breadcrumbs and little. So, me and Gaz have spoken a little bit. You know, my theory on
1: what that thing was supposed to be. Mm. I but haven't told you... you one of my crazy theories. That we'll have to, we'll have to go through a theory episode because <laughs> yeah. so, there's so many so... good ones.
2: Yeah, we do. Oh, Rick do... and I were getting balls deep in one yesterday, and then he was just like getting mad at me. Oh, really? Yeah, and it's just one I I came up with. Them. I'm like, oh, what if the watchers and in, and in the dark are actually in?
1: Oh, that's a good one.
3: So, it was like, well, so... they were
2: they were on the yeah. planet before then. I was like, well, they were seat. They were, you know, faring in the, in the in uh the galaxies before that. You know, they're traveling around. To be fair, what...
1: Rangdan could still be alive because if you take a pit, if you look at where in the latest book it all was above the Eye of Terror. Well, in 40K, the Eye of Terror is at the top, so no one goes past the Eye of Terror. So, for you know, you could there could be back?
0: So the ra- mm-hmm. the thing
1: with the, the thing with the Rang So I'm reading Luther at the moment. The
0: um the character book uh which is which is really interesting uh really interesting the way that it's 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 done as well it's a really good book so far so try not to give any other spoilers but the in that one if 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 you're a dark angel that was around in the fight against the rangda you would you would know they were rangda you wouldn't call them watchers in the dark would
3: be my well, this,
2: this this is my theory though right so because the dark angels or well proposed theory right is that they've been going around and then obviously caliban who knows what can be on that planet right because they're even secretive about it but basically like in the genocide they take the Ranged but basically to the point of being wiped out and then they come together and like hey we're gonna work a deal like you don't wipe us out and we'll just do servitude kind of like a 30k 40k oompa loompas (laughs) where they like kind of they kind of figure out like well hey you're gonna wipe us out we'll just be indentured to you and that's why they get weird tech and they're able to make caliban and the rock fly around and do all kinds of stuff that's more like post heresy but that's just a, a theory i have i mean because you've never seen any pictures of them you don't know what they look like we just know that there was a, you know, they didn't like each other for a while, then all of a sudden everything was miraculously done, and all the Terran ones basically died in the process.
3: Hmm.
0: I mean, I like, I, like I, I can see the theory. I just, I don't think they are, personally. I'm with Rick. Okay. I'll so... defend it. I'll defend him because he's not here. <laughs>
1: so the next one I've got is starts with Magnus did nothing wrong. Well, we all know he did. Maybe Ga- wrong. Yeah, maybe Gaz and Pete should do an argument against Rick and Kyle on an episode. Great listening to you. Just a quick question. Which armies do you wish to see more of? Done? Hmm. Which armies do
3: you wish to
0: see more of? Uh militia and black shields. Oh, I, I
2: have like six thousand points black Shield spin
0: Well, I know you have six thousand, and I've seen your army. But yeah, I, I'd, I'd like to see more. I like to see more of the weird chimeric stuff. I like to see uh, more abhumans. I'd like to see just all the weird flavor. I mean, this is this is why I like the Crusade books that King Fluff's done, and I think this is why I like the Mourn of All Events book as well. It's it's just weird new stuff. That's what I'd like to see. So. That's the two things I'd like to see more.
2: Maybe. I'm, the I'm on the militia train with you for sure. Just because I think what happens is they're so small points wise that it's oh you're like, oh, I gotta pay now how many? <laughs> like and then you're just <laughs> removing them in like handfuls. Which I mean that's the way it's supposed to be, but I think you get your hardcore that's part of the reason why I want that uh, mercenary market to go down. If I can find some desperate guy who's looking to get rid of guard models. And i can just swoop them up super cheap because you look at you like aren't they like two two and a half points like goblin uh, six edition fantasy like two and a half points or something ridiculous they're like
0: they are so nothing. cheap so cheap so cheap My I mean, so
1: even sell got... exilia i mean they're 100 points for 20 men well
0: yeah. oh, and some of the most intricate models you want oh fine
1: oh, don't don't start me on about oh.
3: You're basically Steve like,
2: Steve, D- diver, diver Dan.
1: Uh,
0: it's like uh, it's like tech as well. You know, in the Mechanicum army, they're oh. like some of the most uh, detailed models you could find. <laughs> Just beautiful sculpts, but so intricate. Yet you're supposed to have twenty to forty to sixty of them. It's like, oh my god,
3: it's so hard.
0: So hard to stay concentrated on them. And now, so, my militia force, I've, I'm trying to do that multi cam pattern on them, which is why I've been taking it slowly over time and just doing 10 at a time because it's just so hard to do. Yeah. So, they're the two I'd like you to
2: go see. You go cross eye oh. trying to paint like 30 camo patterns oh, on geez.
0: them. It's so hard. But yeah. Um, so, they're the ones I'd like to see anyway militia and black shields. Kyle, what do you like to see more of?
2: uh mal- militias too i mean it's i mean uh, right, right now it's tough i know we were kind of growing a little meta area out here and obviously astardy's kind of run on the show in it um but like our buddy chiller has even our buddy chiller has like an ox army um you know solar ox army and then there's some other people that have solar ox but like i never see militia and that's one thing i want to do is i want to do like a cool like themed dark compliance army where cool. I have like uh, that one picture of the, I think it's book six, where it's uh, the son's a horse with the whip.
3: Mm-hmm. Like I wanted mm-hmm.
2: a buddy to sculpt me up that guy and he would be like my leader of a dark compliance army. Which oh, yeah. would be pretty cool. But yeah, I, I would agree. I mean, I see Admech I see, or Mechanicum, I see a fair amount. Sorry, I just listened to Binary Succession again, so I'm ad it again. <laughs> Every time I listen to that audiobook, it makes me slip back into Adeptus Mechanicus because that's what they're fighting for. And then I'm like, yeah, they are Adeptus Mechanicus now. No, they're still mechanicum. Um So those are probably... I see a fair amount of Mechanicum as well. So yeah, probably Militia. And I think that big, you know, all those points or the lack of points that they cost is kind of a big deterrent.
0: Okay, so what we're going to do now, we're going to talk about some rarely seen weapons. Uh, Gaz is really keen to get a conversation going about the use of um, things such as the Charnable Sabre, I think the heavy chain blade, heavy chain uh, swords, what you want to talk about, and maybe a couple of others as well. Um, I'd like to start with probably one of the most controversial weapons in the game. Divining blades. Oh fuck's sake. <laughs> so, so I know you've got a big thing against them, Gaz. I
1: fucking uh, hate yeah. divining blades. So, so, so go on, I- okay, I'll, t- I'll tell you why I hate divining you gotta blades. You got them
2: go. You got them all spun up.
1: He's gotta get. He's gotta uh, go. You, what's worse is I've got all the other ones wrote down, and I've says, I'm on a bit of a time <laughs> thing, so I says. We've got to be quick, we've got to be quick. And then he goes into something that will have me ranting for the next three hours. Right, so anyway, Divining Blades. My The big problem with Divining Blades is, one, I think no weapon that you give to a Legionnaire should be better than a weapon by a Primarch. And Divining Blades are better than quite a few of the Primarch's weapons. I don't... There's no... In... The, that book, that's the only weapon which doesn't have a drawback. And it's just ridiculously powerful. It, it, t- plus two strength. AP, is it AP two or one? It's probably a, AP one, isn't it? It's somewhere ridiculous like <laughs> that. And then instant death. It's just, that's just ah, mastercrafted as well, isn't it? Because, like, it needs it. It's ah, oh, I just think it's an absolutely ridiculous powerful weapon. You go, have you got? So, so who's, who's
2: been who's been using it against you that
1: you hate it so much? I just I just hate it in general. I if it's part of a campaign, no problem. I mean, when you go to events, it's one thing. I just don't think you should have it. Pete, uh, Pete's peace killed uh, numerous uh, prey tools with it. He always yeah. has it and kills my praetor every single time with it.
0: So 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 my my warlord of my sons of Horus tagged on the failure. That's right, he's called the failure. Um he has so he has it.
1: Ah uh, so normally. he's a failure but he still has a Divining blade, yeah, right? Yeah, so he's
0: called it's called the failure and that's kind of why Horus gave him it's the a blade. Div- it's a divine failure. <laughs> Yeah.
1: So he's
0: so, so you're right, it's strength plus 2. It's AP 1. Me- melee obviously um instant death master crafting silash two-handed so and it's and it's expensive as anything
1: so it's 50, it. yeah but it's 55 points but it's just a it's just a killer then
0: it is it is
1: Uh um,
0: two two-handed though so you don't get a bonus attack
1: well the I think the big so you've, got, you've got what I hate is this plus two strength, so you really wounded on uh twos against a normal Marine. I mean, it's even powerful against Primarchs. And, even, uh,
2: that, and, and Mechanicum.
1: Yeah, if you if you have this, say, just a normal your praetor with uh lasers on the charge with this, that's
0: Six attacks. Uh, so, yeah, what would you get? You'd have four attacks base, one for digi lasers and one for the charge.
1: Yeah, so six attacks. If he comes up against Korax, he could easily kill Korax. I mean, yes, obviously I know Korax is going to be striking first, but if he challenges and you accept with your sergeant and then you're coming in with the uh, Praetor with this, it's. I mean, he, it's going to take... Korax has, bear in mind, got a 5 plus invun save. It could easily kill him. Mm -hmm. Or, you know, maybe not kill him, but bring him right the way down. Did the rest of your squad kill him? I just. just, It's more powerful than any other uh, Primarch's weapons.
2: Well, I think that's that's one of the inherent flaws I have with Primarchs. I mean, we're kind of going off, so know, I'm going off a little bit. I think a Primarch should never have anything worse than an AP2 weapon, no matter what it is, yeah. so that they can duke it out. Because, I mean, there's a bunch of Primarchs you just throw in Terminators. And it's like, good luck with that. Yeah. You're just going to be bogged down. Oh, I'm hoping for a red roll. Maybe I get a red roll. <laughs> yeah.
3: And it's like, yeah.
2: you should be smashing things left and right. Like, nothing, whether it's in Terminator armor or... Artificer armor or just regular power armor it shouldn't you know they can put up a fight but they shouldn't be able to completely lock a pre- uh, Praetor down I mean when you've got
1: a paragon blade it's on a six so you know there's there's always that chance if, if this was if this was on a five I wouldn't have a problem with it saying it's murderous strike but on a five and six I'd have no problem with that I, I wouldn't have a problem with it with it if it was AP three. So like the uh Dark Angels one, no problem with that because if you're failing that two plus armor save, then yeah, you probably deserve to die. Which I can guarantee I'll <laughs> fail every single time. <laughs> but yeah, yeah I my my big thing if it's in a campaign like I says, no problem. If you're having you find a relic or there's this is Something to base your camp pain around or something like that. No problem with it. But at events, when you're coming up against it and everyone's just got, oh, yeah, everyone's got divining plates. You just think, well, there's no point in having a Praetor.
0: Maybe, maybe. But then that's, but is that not part of the game is if you're going to be at an event for that type of thing? So I, 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 what well, I could see it changing to be, I mean, it's it's there in part of the Sayakana stuff. So make it a force weapon, but a force weapon that you don't have to be a Psyker to use. So you roll against, say, your leadership or you roll against something and it gives yeah. it force, which gives it instant death. You, so know you know you haven't to
2: work I, for I, it. so it's not automatic. Yet. Yeah, so it's not automatic. A rollable, yeah
1: Yeah. And maybe
0: on or
2: a, f- a series a series of rolls and well because you get to hit,
1: you had to win, and yeah.
2: then you had to
1: fail yeah, leadership yeah. or something. On three mm-hmm. dice. I'd, yeah, I'd i I'd mean, i on three dice. And but if something like that, if you did something like that and you failed it or you know, kind of like a get hot or something like that, if there was a drawback in any way. I wouldn't mind it so much, but it's just its just ridiculously powerful. I mean, God knows why Primarchs don't have them. Why would you fucking give it to one of your men when your weapon's shit?
2: Because
1: wow. he really, really likes that guy. I mean, obviously, I love Sanguinus, but why the fuck have you got that moon sieve Silver Blade when you could have a Divining Blade instead, a Spear and Divining Blade, just be instant death all the time? Yeah. I fucking hate divine Lives. <laughs> <laughs> Which is so
2: why. That's I've how you it. really feel. <laughs>
0: okay, so. <laughs> Let's go to the ones that you do want to talk about. <laughs> Let's talk about Charnable Sabres.
1: So, Charnable Sabres. Uh, firstly, does anyone actually run a Charnable Sabre? Uh,
2: so, I used to when I had My Emperor's Children when the game first came out, because I just thought it was fluffy, but yeah. not good. So I've always had a problem with this. Even back in the day, too, when we made suggestions to like, uh, four-year-old and stuff, Rick and I, that was one of the major ones, but they never kind of bumped it up. Um, like, I wouldn't have a problem with it if you made it, like, a power weapon, or you gave it some cool some cool rule like parry because like you know to mix it with the storyline that's very fast which they do in a challenge or just always give it a plus one initiative and then you know and then if a parody like oh you get one less attack against me or something it just to rely on a on a rending and being in a challenge and like it's just and 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 at some point it's like it's not even worth it
1: i'll be honest you've literally just said everything that I've got written down for it. So, oh. for the people who don't know, trying to strength is user AP- dash. it's lists edge, which is plus one initiative and it gives rending. So, I'm just checking. I thought list edge, you got it all the time, or is that keen? I'm thinking oh yeah, in a challenge. So, yeah, I think it's it so it
2: really good if you have Emperor's Children, right? Yeah, and you're
1: at like Initiative six in a challenge, but so I said give it parry because it fits more with the fluff of the weapon. Or if you had even if you increased it an extra few points to make it AP3, so if you just had if you had jewelist like ed- edge, a I- rending with AP3 for 15 points, all of a sudden. You know, you're thinking, well, maybe I can strike in front of uh that HQ or something on sergeants. I think this this would be a good weapon to go on sergeants, to be fair. Even as it unit. is. If you are it should be something that should be opened up to other
0: unit entries. Yeah. Yeah, so so you got I suppose you gotta decide what you want the weapon or how you picture the weapon being so if, if the power sword is is a is a baseline weapon um that legionist of Starters, sergeants etc could take so that is a if, if that's like the standard specialist weapon for a, a squad leader mm-hmm. and that's why he gets it you need to decide whether a charnable saber is going to be something that's better than that and therefore needs to be costly so that it's it's more or it's got to be something that's more common um, and therefore maybe worth it's worth less. And what, what, what is it giving you extra? So if it's, so it's initiative is plus one initiative in a challenge. So straight away, you are now, so you're now in a, a scenario of how you get to use it. So it's only really useful in the challenge. And we discussed this before. How many challenges do you actually get your people into in the game? Now, most of us in the games that we play, Gaz, certainly we challenge a lot, don't we? Yeah. When we me and you play, sergeant on sergeant stuff.
1: That's why I hate Divining about, Blades.
0: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but if you think about that one, that one sergeant, he will probably get to fight in one challenge in a match. Potentially, you know, he'd either die. Or you win, in which case there's other stuff to kill. He's bogged down for another, you know. So maybe he gets one, possibly two challenges in a game. So for 10 points, you're increasing the initiative by one. And that's all you're doing. So you get to strike first. Well, the guy with the power sword who goes after you, because there's no change in strength, no nothing, is more so you won't affect his armor. He's got a power sword. He'll cut through your armor your one wound guy is dead, your Charnable Saber's gone. Yep. Heaven help if he's got something. So, you know, at that point, when he's got a, if he's got a Power Fist or a Power Axe, the fact that he's going last doesn't matter because you've beaten by one initiative anyway. So, the question is, what do, what does the Charnable Saber, what is it supposed to do on the battlefield? If it's just plus one initiative, I don't think that's enough to make it attractive and therefore garner... It being more points without more rules. It needs to have... It, I think 10 points is a lot of money for a plus one initiative weapon that maybe
1: gives you what? Julius Edge and...
0: Rendin.
1: Rendin. So, is a good rule to obviously have. And I actually use this uh, weapon. But I have this on my Vigilator. Someone who... If he gets in close combat, it's already fucked anyway. So that's the only reason I give it to him, because it's slightly cheaper than Power Weapon. It, I think if it was, as it is, at five points and was opened up to sergeants, I think that would be a good...
0: So I, I think you've found the solution for what the weapon's supposed to be. It's for a support character who's not supposed to get in a combat and it just gives him a little bit extra, just in yeah. case... So if you want it to be something that's seen more, it needs to have something else. If that's what it's, you're
2: after. Th- this definitely needs something. I mean, I, I mean, if you even listen or not listen, but read the, you know, the description, you're looking at like this thing should be slicing through armor. Yeah. And if you're gonna have a rending, an easy way to do it is you just make it a power weapon with these special rules. Right, so that it has rending. So you make it an AP three weapon, AP three sword, and if you get a chance and you're stuck in that, that duel or you're getting into that challenge, then you may get a rending. Right now, it's like I need that rending, or I'm totally hosed because it's just straight. There's no, there's like, yeah. there's no point to take it. Yeah, right? I think
1: at the same time though, if you give it, if you give, AP three. And increases points then what's the point to take a power sword yeah is
0: that me so i think it should be i i think change it to rending five plus
1: oh see i would be tempted to just drop it five points and open it up to sergeants
2: so that would work as well well if you well? if you if you make it five points more than a power weapon then you're like well i'll take this because i get an op- opportunity to get run but i'm paying yeah,
0: the extra points for it. That's it. It even needs to have more, more of an investment if you want to take it. Which in, a, I actually think that's probably the way to go. Give it AP free standard. Uh, it gives you plus one initiative in a the challenge. Therefore, it's worth five points more. It's not. It's not the weapon of choice. I don't think for a lot of people. Even at that, I think people would take it in certain armies. Blood Angels, Empress Children would continue to have it. Maybe some Sons of Horus characters, but certainly I wouldn't run one in my Ultramarines. Um, I don't know if you'd take them in Iron Warriors. I don't know if you'd take them in Iron Hands. It just doesn't fit with the feel of the legion. White Scars probably take it. It'd be some sort of Dao type weapon that it would look like, but it would be. It makes sense for these mm. quick close combat guys, uh, and maybe worth taking because of that. But you know, I'd I, Imperial fists. You want to be taking a power fist, don't you, or an axe?
2: Yeah.
0: Because of the, well, fluff like the you
2: In some of the books and audio dramas and stuff like that, they always talk about guys having charitable savers and like going. I'm like, why? Why would you do that? A guy has power axe. Yeah. Like, you know, so I think it just needs a bump, something just to sweeten it a little bit, and I think you'd definitely see people take. A, a, I don't. I don't think a points increase and in an AP value is that crippling, and I think you'd see more. People use it.
1: But I think it still needs to be opened up to other people because if it's still only a HQ, then you yeah, everyone's just going to take a paragon blade or their Legion Pacific blade. So completely
2: agree.
1: moving to the next one is the heavy chain blade or heavy chain sword. So it's strength plus two, AP five two handed. It's normally right about five points and that's pretty much it. So does anyone I know Pete's got one or two modelled.
3: Mm.
1: I don't think have you got any, Kyle?
2: I, I I have one in my um in my black uh shields, but I just use it as a chain sword. Like I don't really use it as the, the heavy chain weapon. If that makes it.
1: Okay, the only person I normally give these to is either this or my power mole and that is my Angel Tears or Morata purely because as soon as you go to strength 6 you're instant killing so that's the only time I take it would you take it more if you one you can give it to more assault marines so say when you go to assault marines every 5 models is a power weapon if you just said any assault marines can have this would you see it more or would you prefer to see with rending
2: i think it'd be pretty cool if it was an upgrade you know if you can take like two for every five or something like that or they can just out and out do it i think one of the some of this stuff too i'm going to be honest with you i think comes down to for at least for me is modeling right so you're buying a kit for one weapon and I think this goes back, you know, we've discussed like the plastic weapons making assault plastic weapon sets, you know, and I'll do I'll do just a comparison, like that Terminator Chaplain that just came out that they did for the celebration, well at least here in the US, or like the Primaris uh tech marine which is thirty five bucks, it fits in one box, like you couldn't make close combat upgrades like that for thirty five bucks and fit all these on there.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: I just think what happens is that the modeling opportunities are not so great for a lot of these weapons, right? And then yeah. now, if you say, if you say, okay, you're gonna have one in, you can upgrade your whole entire assault squad to have them. So, how many sets of those do you have to buy to do that?
0: Yeah, that's a so oh. finding the part it can be a bit cost prohibitive. I absolutely agree with you on that. I mean, I run them in veteran attack squads in my Sons of Horus army, um, mainly because it looks absolutely. It just looks dope. It's an awesome-looking weapon. Um, you don't have to explain it more than that. That's, yeah. that's a good key. Yeah. So, um, it. You just have to. It, again, it's that it has to be priced right, both <laughs> both in the real world, but in terms of the game, to make it an attractive option. So, it. It, it can't be the it, in the same realms as a thunder hammer or a power fist. Other, you know, that's
1: too much. I think rending would sum it up yeah. brilliantly there. Just extra two strength and rending.
0: Yeah. I don't know. Do you need rending, though? Is that... Because that then you're starting no, to get... but I um, think it would
2: fit, though.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Because if you're wielding such this massive chain blade, surely you'd do a good amount of damage. I mean, it's AP5. Even against Solar Auxilia, you're still getting your save.
0: Yeah, So, but so here's the thing. It's... How much interaction, or how much of a chance of destroying the enemy do you want? Like when you when you think about it from a game design point of view, which is what we're talking about. So the heavy chain blade is, you, you're you're probably going to hit because you're a space marine when you're using it. So you're you're probably going to get a hit. And as you say, it's strength plus two. So you're now you're, you're to wound rule. You have a very high
1: probability that you're going to Yeah, So you're going to be wounding on twos. Say say if it's a sergeant having it Having yep. a, you sergeant will have two attacks, yeah. He charges, so three attacks. It's two handed, so that's all he gets. Yeah, you're going to be hitting with two of them attacks, and so you need both, yeah. So you got two wounds. I even if you give it rending, it's not often you're going to see that six. True, true.
0: But you are forcing, in in any case, you're forcing two armor saves. even without, without rending, you're forcing them to make two armor saves. guaranteed.
3: Yeah,
0: uh, so so for that reason it's it's good now where rending would be useful is in that fight against the vehicle so you you've got to strength six you know add in rending you've got the chance of damaging some light vehicles that saves you having to buy a melter bomb or crack grenade well i mean you probably have crack grenades anyway but it saves you from that part you can use this weapon against some light weapon i I, I don't know I could, I'd, I'd be more than happy to have rendering on my <laughs> heavy chainsaws. But... Uh,
1: look, I don't even mind if it's not rendering if more people can have it. And like it, Kyle says, it'd be nice if we saw more modeling kits.
2: I mean I that, that's I, the bit I think that's the biggest hamper to uh, the situation is just you have to you know lose I mean gosh, I don't even remember because I haven't bought one in a while. How much how much are
1: they 22 pound i think for them kids i was going to say
2: 20 pound or something like that Yeah. 20. so you gotta you gotta figure 40 40 bucks for an uh someone in the u.s for a uh, chainsword yeah <laughs> for a uh, two-handed chainsword
1: um i think those yeah like yeah. i said 22 or 26 pounds i think there's the last one i brought yeah fit,
2: fit. so how much is it and
1: you only get one you only get one in there it's five points yeah yeah so so I think if it's you... A, if you To give it rending, make it 10 points. Or keep it as it is, but open it out to more uh, models. I I would have no problem with someone fielding an assault squad with every guy with one of these. If someone says, oh yeah, they've all gone, I'd, I'd have no problem.
0: Yeah, well, yeah. How does it pair up with some of the Legion-specific rules? So Dark Angels, it's a sword, isn't it? Yep. So five... You know, as a five point weapon that's much cheaper than the caliber or a Taman. yeah but
1: at the end of the day chain sword is free and would still give you the same yeah but you now you're getting this... the strength but yeah that's what i mean so that's, but you gain the plus one attack so what you sacrifice for the plus two strength and five points you get a plus one attack with a normal train train sword
0: do you not get would you not get it with this?
1: No, because it's two handed.
0: No, but what's the what's the Dark Angels swords right of war? Um
1: you, you need
0: hit on
2: threes or something.
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that gave with yeah. chain swords and this thing.
0: Yeah. But so you but that's what I'm saying. So you're that scenario you outlined, you're pretty much guaranteed now you're definitely gonna pretty gonna hit for all your hits. It's quite good in that legion What
1: would you think if it was plus two strength, say IP two, but Initiative one. See, so, you no, know, that. Yeah, I mean, it's a in a chain it's, yeah, it's it now attacks. Acts. Yeah. All I'm thinking is, do you remember the old Seth character? I think he's was unwieldy. Yeah.
3: yeah,
1: I think. Uh, I think he's kind of a power fist more than anything, though.
2: Can I can I ask you guys a question? Just there'll be a sidebar, but I'll kind of answer. I mean, what are your guys' thoughts on Randy? Do you think it's overpowered? Do you think it's just right? I mean personally rending to me is like a hope like i hope this happens so, so I, it's almost like fear for like the night lords when we talk about the you needle know, like i hope you fail yeah you I'd, know it's not like an automatic type thing
1: i'd never rely on it
2: so if that's the case do you think you're waiting it maybe it's it's points do you understand what i'm saying like you're you're saying it's like oh it's a special rule it's going to add x amount of points to what i already think it should do because to me, rending, giving things rending, you know, if this was 4th edition 40k, I'd be like, whoa, whoa, pump the brakes because you get that on your hits and not on your moves. Um mm-hmm. But the succession of dice that have to happen, like you have to roll to hit. Yeah. So, you know, even if you're fighting spacemen and you're not at archangel, you're hitting half. And then you have to, you're going to have a 1-6 chance, a 2-6 chance. Like, like, the odds Space. are of getting rending, to me, Aren't, aren't worth like trying to make and price this out.
0: Yeah, and that's so I'm I the fact that it's a 5 point weapon it's it fits perfectly. You're getting you are getting a guaranteed wound roll pretty much in my mind. And that's good enough. You mm-hmm. you're guaranteed that you're going to hit. Uh, sorry, you're going to wound them if you hit them.
1: So you're so you're happy with how it is.
0: So I am I run them already in my Sons of Horus veteran squad. So, and a lot of the thing is, it's what's the competition? So, I run them in my Sons of Horus list because I've got other things that are carrying better weapons in other different squads. So, my veterans are invariably being taken because uh, it's even like a Pride of the Legion list or I've got them, they're cool, modeled, etc. So, I I'm throwing them on the table for that reason, but they're not a big squad and I'm not expecting them to do much except for get into combat and hold people for a couple of turns. Mm -hmm. In which case that model, that, that weapon is great. Uh, So, and for five points, it's a, it's a great little way of making sure that the wound, wound pool is guaranteed. Whereas rending, and this is a bit like what we were talking about before is absolutely what Kyle says. It's, it's, A hope. Now, in your Blood Angels army, Gaz, you've got loads of rending. Nearly everything. (laughs) Your uh, what the storm cannons that you get.
1: Oh, assault cannons.
0: You've got assault cannons on nearly everything that can shoot. Um, You know, you've got uh, a lot of different. So during a game, you do a lot of rending rolls. So you're. Uh, experience and exposure to rending is greater than
1: my exposure to rending in, in the game i mean we've i've got them bloody swords on uh the crimson paladins mm. they have rending i can guarantee i can't really think of that many times it's ever come up i don't think like carl says i don't think rending is i, I don't is think a rending, rule exactly. breaker no it, i i just think sometimes he can it gives something, and with a heavy chain sword, seems to fit the fluff more than anything for me. But we'll move on to the last cutter, because I know, I think everyone hates this, don't they?
2: Well, I was gonna, real quick before we hop in there, and, and I was just kind of looking this up. I, If you want to give it rending and keep it five points, I have no problem with that whatsoever. The only issue I would have is you would have to marry it into, if you're going to give you know heavy chain chainswords to like a whole entire assault squad that's where it can get a little hairy right that's where it can go a little sideways oh yeah well. but i think if you yeah if you think you just keep like whoever has available availability to it now and because like if you look at an assault squad the sergeant can have it well that'd be a cool sergeant weapon right sergeant's got it it's a plus two strength and then it gets rending right cool not a problem with that at all now if i had like oh i can get 10 of those or 20 of those in a squad that that's where it can go a little sideways.
1: Yeah, sorry, yeah. I should have probably clarified. I was saying one or the other. So if you to keep as it is now, I'd have no problem with any man in an assault marines can have them. So I'd have no problem with that. But if you're say if you were going to give it rending, then yeah, just make it only sergeants or
2: yeah, or character Yeah. Because yeah. then, I, if you think about it, if you're like. uh a... If you're a Centurion level character, you're like, hell yeah, I'll take it. You know, it'll be cool, kind of theme It's a strong weapon, so I should get some wounds with it. And if I get a rending, that's cool too, you know?
1: Okay, so the next one, then, is Laz Cutter.
0: God-awful. Jesus. I, I've got so many Breacher squads. No Laz Cutters are amongst them, even though it comes in the set. I don't know anyone that would take... Cumbersome is the worst rule ever. You
2: look at it and just throw it away. Yeah. <laughs> like, and, I, I, don't need this I mean, it,
0: it, it's a cool looking little model weapon. It's really, you know, ray gunny and all that kind of stuff. Brilliant. It makes no sense whatsoever that that weapon in the hands of a Legion's, Ast- Legionnaire, uh, Legion's Astartes member is, is he- cumbersome it, or right. It's a weapon that reduces you to weapon skill one and only allows one attack. Why would you take that? Why
2: Do you know what I I think this weapon suffers from? I think it suffers from it came from 40k and they try to widget it into 30k. Where, for example, in like ninth and 8th edition 40k, like a lot of people were having problems with leviathans and contemptors because they were being wedged in from 30k into a 40k. And they had a problem where they're just in some cases like the leviathan with the storm cans were just a little over the top mm-hmm. right same thing here it's like well we got to make rules for it because we have a model like it's modeled <laughs> like we have it so we got to mm. throw it in there right and i think that's what happens is they try to make it 240k in a 30k game it just doesn't work i mean it's a
0: it, so the the profile strength nine ab2 is a las cannon, and that makes sense. It's a it's supposed to be a cutting tool that's used to get you through bulkheads and through doorways and all that kind of stuff that's going to stop you. Brilliant. No one's going to take it <laughs> when it drops you. So number one, you don't need strength nine really. You don't need mm-hmm. it. It's in close combat. Yeah, you j- you don't need for for the type of unit you are as an infantry unit going up against. Uh, a tank it's useful that's where it's useful but you don't need it there's other cheaper options and better options that are also more get more use out of grenades for example um in terms of fighting against a, a a dreadnought or something you've reduced to weapon skill one you're gonna go last you're going to be killed by the walker, the contempt of the leviathan, before you get a chance to strike. This It's the cumbersome rule that needs to to be changed. It can't be... If if you want to see more of these, it can be weapon skill reducing, but it can't be weapon skill one. That just... Well, I just don't understand why you would want it.
2: So my, my whole thought is, when would you see these even played in a normal game? I don't think you're going to see them in normal games. I think you're going to see them in you're going to see him in Zomortalis. See, even one of the fans doesn't like it.
3: That's what (laughs) I'm saying.
2: Um, With the the Laz Cutter, you're going to see it in Zomortalis. No, that was just everyone crying online about the Laz Cutter, about Zomortalis. (laughs) Uh, What I was going to say is is you're going to see it in Zomortalis, right? So it has has its need in there. Like, I would use it in Zomortalis. I don't think I would use this on, like, an open battlefield. Um, But... With that being said, one of the main things is, I think you just give it one attack. Just one attack. Just one attack. Yeah, yeah. No, no, just keep it simple. Just, you get one attack, strength nine, AP two. That's it.
0: I'd go with that. That makes that infinitely more sense than reducing you to weapon skill one.
2: Because then you're most likely going to hit on, if you have a 50-50 chance of hitting, right? And Mm -hmm. it's still, I think just doing that, right, is, is so much better. Yeah. Yeah, just keep it simple, you know. Because yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't see any use of taking that outside of Zora Mortalis. See, I, and
0: I in Zora Mortalis, I wouldn't take it. I'd be taking melter guns over that, even in Zora Mortalis. Mm-hmm. I, you know, it's yeah, it's just not the choice you take on. I mean, what it's breacher squads that have them, isn't it? Yep. Across the piece, I, I, yeah. I mean, melter gun. All the way, all the way, uh, and because by the time you get into close combat, um, so I'd much rather shoot with that type of weapon profile than get into close combat.
2: Well, especially in the if you have a melted gun, right? You oh. if you pass yeah. if you pass your test, yeah. you know, now you're overwatching at your ballistic skill,
3: that's it, and in- then,
0: instead of waiting for them to get into combat with you and then. All right, I'll kill the Terminator. But I
2: mean, for me, like I look a lot of more for model aspect, right? Where I'm like, oh, this would be cool just to have, like, oh, they're gonna go in, they're gonna cut. Because that's the one thing is, like, that's great, like in the books, especially like Solar War, when there's a lot of like (laughs) ship-to-ship combat. They're like, oh, they're coming with last cutter, and you're like, yeah, that's cool. Like, but it does not transfer. And I think it's like it's been shoehorned from 40k into 30k. That's it.
0: Yeah, or give it. I I was saying this to guys I think a a while back. Give it. A short range capability in terms of mm-hmm. firing so if you could fire it in the shooting phase at six inches so you've got to get close to use it because the way it is that's a short range las cannon brilliant and then you can use it in combat
2: i completely agree that'd be, so that'd be like brilliant. a little like an inferno pistol type thing
0: yeah yeah but you know it and you could, like, visually, I could see that. Someone, you know, a marine fires this weapon and slowly walks the beam into the chest plate of someone or the, the through a door or through, a, you know, a dreadnought or whatever. I could, I could see that. So give it a bit of range if you're going to make it. Uh, I mean, it's a gun. It's it's a gun.
2: Yes. <laughs> well, yeah, I was going to say, that's the thing, too. If you're, if you're going to give it the ability to cut through a bulkhead, why wouldn't it cut through a marine? Yeah. Right it's, yeah, and you don't think a, a dude's gonna try to pick it up and try to shoot it, you know if it's yeah. there if it's available, that's it, it's yeah,
0: give it, give it a shooting profile and and like you say, uh one attack only in close combat, done, we fixed it, we fixed the last cut guys, okay, so sure <laughs> we got pretty the... easy,
2: i just <laughs> I think they I think they overthought it, i uh, yeah, I think so, too. you know like, oh, this is gonna be too powerful, we just let make a weapon skill one, I'm like,, mm, how about I know. <laughs> yeah how about not that option
1: <laughs> okay so shall we
0: try the next one which... Gaz is talking to us I can see him on the video but we can't hear him ah, he's muted himself he's been playing around he's got his child crying that he's tried to mute Can <laughs> now you hear us muted now? Himself. still can't hear you Gaz he's asking mm. questions this is insightful stuff everyone he's solving What's every awesome? problem of 30k <laughs> Right now, but no one
2: can he's, hear it. He's he's dropping just tons yeah. of knowledge. Just like he's like, "Oh, this is the greatest stuff of all time." These kids, these people, are going to be eating it up. And he's still about.
0: I'm just I'm watching him talk right now. He's, <laughs> he's changed his mind on the Divining Blade. Oh, Pete, I think the Divining Blade's a perfect weapon. Oh, I think every oh. brador should be
2: allowed to take it.
0: That's exactly what you say. I'm, I'm seeing this now, Kyle, live on video. Just can't hear it.
2: Maybe he's converting up a Divining Blade
0: right now. <laughs> blade of Perdition is rubbish. It's the worst weapon yeah. in the game. <laughs> blood Angels suck balls. Can you hear us? That's exactly what he's saying. No, still we still can't hear you, guys. Fuck <laughs>
1: sake, what's happened
0: here? you? can slag the Blood Angels off all you want, mate. It's uh, it's a bit a bit harsh what you're saying. All those fellow Blood Angels players out there, I feel I feel bad for what you're saying right now.
2: They're all in their robes, smelling of sweet <laughs> perfumes and <laughs> thinking of Greco-Roman wrestling and That's, yeah. whatever else they
0: do. Renaissance have, painters, Raphael.
2: Have, have Justin Timberlake haircuts <laughs> circa 1999. Did you ever
0: realize that Blood Angels are really the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? They're all named after
1: uh, Renaissance yeah. people. Yeah. I have no idea what's... You still can't hear it.
0: Still can't hear you. Don't know what you've done. Have you plucked? So everything that you did, reverse it. <laughs> Still can't hear you. This is this is the worst radio we've ever done. <laughs> uh, or the
2: greatest.
0: Or the greatest.
2: <laughs> so was there another weapon that uh, you just can't stand or can't see that uh,
0: you're thinking of? So, sorry, I'm just laughing at him, frustratedly shaking his laptop. Oh. <laughs> uh, It's, uh, like, let's see. He sent me a little list of weapons that... Lightning Claws. There we go.
2: He wants to talk about Lightning Claws.
0: He thinks Lightning Claws, when they're paired, should get rending.
2: Uh, Then you negate, like, the Raven Guard special rule.
0: What did I say, Gaz? Well, no one can hear what he's saying. (laughs) Uh, So, when we we discussed this a while back, me and him, and I said the exact same thing. Uh, So... His argument was, yeah, but they get
2: Mastercrafted.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm with you, though, Kyle. It negates the point of them. Just take Lightning Claws if you get rending.
2: I, I would push back. I Lightning Claws I don't have a problem with, right? What I would probably I, do is I, actually I, point drop them. Yeah? I would probably do a points drop. Having played, like, a themed Raven Gunner, you're like, oh, so I can do Lightning Claws, and then I can upgrade them for rending. And you start looking, you're like, wow, this is how much because i think no matter what 40k 30k necromunda they all fall to the art of shooting right and yeah. you're you're sacrificing because for those to be effective right they're generally going to be on oh, terminators excuse me mm-hmm. generally speaking right yeah so then yeah. you're giving up so now how am i getting them close enough to be effective that's... am i putting them in a dreadclaw? cloth that's 100 plus yeah. points am i putting it in a land there's a 200 point upgrade it's always you're always paying that extra tax to make them more effective right yes and that's that's the problem so it's you're already paying more so why don't you give me a price break a little bit on the lightning clause like i always thought like if you wanted to take lightning clause and you have a power fist and a combi vulture just just combi vulture it should be either free for all units to do it or if you're going to give them running like a five point upgrade right it should be you're giving up the aspect to shoot and something that has that ability. Now, I know some of those units are like that, but I'm not... I'm just saying across the board. Um, it just seems like they pay a little too much. Yeah.
0: I mean, I I, I definitely think they need to be uh, dropped in their points. I mean, so being a specialist weapon, you need another specialist weapon to get the extra attack. Or to get an extra attack. Um, and I'm with you. I, I think... So visually, they look so stunning on Terminators, especially on Catafracti. The, the finger clots are amazing. Yeah. Um, so you, you will always, if you're a Terminator, you're always going to take two of them, if you're going to take them at all. I think for two, it should be 15 points for two. Don't change any of the stats. Shred is a powerful, powerful uh, rule. Uh, mm-hmm. Allow you know, so it's a bit like you were saying. So rendin is a hope whereas shred is a guarantee if, if that makes sense in terms of you are guaranteed that if you haven't wounded you get to reroll and try to wound again the shred part uh, sorry rending part is if i get a or oh, it means i'll get uh, ap2 well i'd rather wound and force a roll like wound more and force more rolls, than hope that i might i might get a one in six chance to negate his armor i i, I just I, I think they should be 15 points for the two of them and then you'd see loads of lightning claw armed terminators trying to run across well they can't run if they're in cataphractic but tr- you know what i mean they're trying wow. to hump it across trying to get across a battlefield in a shooting heavy army uh, uh sort of game system Which is, uh,
2: to me it's it, it, like if you look at like an assault squad right And i'm just going to have the basic mm-hmm. assault squad you have a heavy chainsaw for five, a power weapon for ten, a single lightning claw for fifteen, yeah. right? So you're saying, oh, you get shred, so it's five. Thunder hammer's twenty, power fist is fifteen. If you want two lightning claws, you're getting the second one for five points at twenty points, right? But you're like, are you saying that is better than a thunder hammer? Yeah. Right? I mean, that's lightning claws are cool, and then you run into a terminator squad, or someone who has artificer armor, like, yeah. I think th- they oversell Lightning clouds just a tad bit too much.
0: Yeah, but it's also, you got to understand what you... So that uh, Terminator squad that will be armed with Lightning Claws is not there to kill other Terminators. It is there to kill tactical Marines that are holding objectives. So they oh, are... For
3: sure. For sure. Yeah,
0: their, their, their mission, their purpose is to get in, close with those types of squad. Negate all their armor and safely walk away from the close combat because they're AP2, uh, their armor value 2. That's their purpose. That's their mission. They're not there to kill other Terminators. If they get into combat with other AP2, uh, sorry, armor value 2 units, they've been used
2: incorrectly. Okay, and, and this is and this goes because I was looking up why you're you're talking and and you totally rings true, right? Because we can't have like oh this one weapon fights everything, right? And then that makes the mm-hmm. game boring right? Yeah. For sure. I completely agree with that. But for example, just looking at a Legion, Terminator, Squad, Cataphractic, Tartarus, whatever you're doing, mm-hmm. you're doing a single Lightning Claw for five points. So I have to give up my Power Weapon for five mm-hmm. points to have a Lightning Claw which is the same points as a Power Fist at five points. So why did not just say you can have a Lightning Claw for free or Power Weapon, right? Yeah. And me Or you're jacking up the Power Fist points. So then it goes in for you can have a pair of lightning claws for 15 points. So I can take a power fist and a specialized combi weapon for 12 points. Are you trying to tell me a, a combi weapon with a plasma, a combi weapon with Melta, and a power fist is not as good than a pair of lightning claws? They're exponentially better and you're mm-hmm. paying more points for lightning claws. Yeah. That's why it should be like lightning claw for free it's just a power weapon. So if you want to do power weapon or lightning claw free, whatever you choose, right? Because there is a difference. Because when you say power weapon, it can be a power axe, which is different. You can to AP2, yep. mm-hmm. you know, or you take the lightning claw. Then if you want to upgrade a pair of lightning claws, make it 10 points or make it five points to do a pair of lightning claws because you're giving up that shooting aspect and that power fist. Because if you look at it like, if, oh, I'm a Terminator, I'll just take the combi weapon, the power fist, and I'll be able to fight anything. I'm taking the lightning clause I better hope I only fight tactical birds.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: yeah yeah let's see G- Gas, you in yet nope it's not
2: Nope. In. denied he's he's like uh, he went to the club and he, they're like, nope, you're not in you just have to stay out here. you have to watch while your buddies are in the club um, but that's like the lightning clause I think that's my that's my mate because then if you're like a raven guard player you're like, okay cool so I'm paying another points on top of that to give them running. Or given the mastercraft or whatever it's going to be exponentially more so mm-hmm. it just can't it just kind of keeps stacking on itself and i don't yeah that's my one of my main wish, uh, issues and i didn't really find this out until i was building my terminator raven guard army where i was like wow i'm paying i'm dumping tons of points into lightning claws which should be themed right like mm-hmm. theming that mm-hmm. it just it just felt like it was a point set to do that
0: yeah mm-hmm. no i agree
2: guys are you back in yet
0: uh we'll see if he comes back i don't know can you hear me now
2: yeah you're back in
1: fuck knows what i did there i don't even know if it's i'm
0: like
2: talking now for the
1: i don't know if i'm talking through the microphone now or the computer well,
2: just you... hold up both of them real close to your face
1: so all right well we're still recording so there's going to be okay. some quality content now
2: right so, so th- the
1: next one i've gone on to range weapons so, uh, the Whirlwind. So, what about the... Well, I, th- I think that's all the power weapons you don't... Well, the hand-to-hand combat weapons you don't see. So, the next one, the Whirlwind, with a range of 12 to 48 inches, strength 5 AP4, large blast. You don't really see him any- very much. Is it because of the weapon itself or the model, do you think?
2: I just think, so I think- Scorpius is too good.
1: Yeah. I was just about to say i think you've had better things come in will win 75 points it's range 12 to 48 strength 5 ap4 ignores cover five inch blast with barrage if it was two shots and pinning do you think you'd see more or i mean to be honest i think you should probably have pinning as standard
2: I think it, it should be similar to the Scorpius in that in that regard in that regard, um, because Scorpius comes with pinning. Um, I just think what's the main crux and the main problem is is that you're stuck with either taking something that's going to be comparable in cost to taking something that's so much better. I mean, and this kind of goes with my complaint that the Scorpius actually should be more points. Even, and this is from someone who uses it a fair amount of time. It just should be so much more points than it is. Um, I think, and I hate with like barrages and stuff, especially like in the 30th millennium. Now I've never been in the military. And of course, I played <laughs> Call of Duty, so I'm an expert. Um, but the minimum ranges irritate me. It's like if you want to shoot somebody six inches away, shoot someone six inches away. This is the future. You should be able to figure it out right plus i like the the whole indiscriminate bombing of each other anyways just to kind of kill them you know uh from yeah, uh yeah. braveheart but we'll hit them too <laughs> you know it's like <laughs> robert uh was it a uh, long chase like but we'll yeah. hit them too as well it's like the same thing but uh the minimums bother me a little bit um i think what happens is too you get caught this is a model thing i think more people would use other units like land speeders and like whirlwinds because i don't think naturally they want to go to that whirlwind box and use it but that's basically the only option you really have so, so i mean model wise
0: yeah the the problem is it, it suffers from too much competition and it's lot that it does better stuff um that i mean the, the whirlwind is an old model it's a venerable staple of 40k armies from way back yesterday you know but there are better versions of things out there that do more damage for their points cost it just i think you're right i think if it was maybe ordinance two gas that would that might help if we
1: gave it pinning
0: that might help but i just I, I don't know i mean what's what's the points cost again
1: 75 points for a uh whirlwind so to be fair it's not it's not very many so so if it i tell you what it should be it should be
0: 45 points it should be a rhino with a with a 10 point weapon system on the top
2: or mm. just make
0: it a nice 50. Yeah, make it 50 points. There, yeah. Javelin, Land Speeder. You know, if you think about the, the damage output that a Javelin does, you know, plus and just in its weapon systems, but also it's more man- maneuverable, more mobile, has a jinx save, all these other e- aspects that it, that it has, has some survivability in close combat, a little bit of survivability in close combat, as opposed to this. This is worth more points than that. That's what.
2: Or maybe give it an option where you can increase the AP on it because here's here's the thing. I just pulled it up looking at it's in the same section as a basilisk and a medusa. Yeah, and exactly. Which one? Which one am I gonna take? You yeah. know, um, especially I, I think why the medusa is super utilized is because you can have different shells. Yep. So if you get if you give the I mean now now you get into the whole thing. Well, if I give it AP three, then why do I have a Scorpius, <laughs> right? Yeah. But then a scorpius can get extra shots and do other things um or what you could do you can make it really gnarly and just keep it the same ap but make it strength eight so then if you fail your armor save you're insta killed yeah so then you're like okay i'll shoot it at terminators because there might be a chance that i'm able for them to fail you know it's at least a chance that way i think it could be so that's the tough thing is you, you kind of like where does it fit
0: yeah i mean that, that... It's got the Hyperius Warhead, has not it? Heavy One Skyfire Heatseeker.
1: You have to pay more for that, I believe. You do extra ten points.
0: Yeah, and yeah, I just, I just think there's there's other things that are better than it that that you would take. I mean, no one goes, oh, I've just got a spare seventy five points. I don't know what I'll do. I'll bang a Whirlwind in. I don't. I've You're never. Like,
2: Why wouldn't you take a javelin? Yeah. That's the,
0: you know if you're in I mean what what would be the circumstances
2: even Either... hyperios is for free on the whirlwind. Oh, okay it's a free so that upgrade.
0: it's a free upgrade but that's seventy five yeah. points to to have a some anti air I mean okay
1: maybe I mean even if you increase the uh, the blast to strength six I still don't think it'd be enough
0: I think it's it's supposed to be a multi launch rocket system
1: so where's the multi launch in this yeah. I mean, even the uh, ignores cover. It's IP5. Ignores cover. What did you do? Everything's getting the normal armor save anyway. Yeah.
2: Yeah. How about how about it does double its hits? So you place the template, and if you cover five guys, it hits ten guys.
0: That, see, it, some, it needs something like that. It needs yeah. something. Because at the moment... Then,
2: then that's fitting your multiple rocket system, right? Yeah. Because if you multiple, you need double your hits.
1: That's it. It needs something. I would be happy with that. At the same profile because if you want AP three, like you say, there's a Scorpius, there's a new Oh what's, what's uh, the, the Arcos. Yeah, it's just been released as that. So there's other things out there that can do similar things. When you've got the uh the other ones where they can shoot twice and this can't, and it's a dedicated artillery piece. I think it's a shame because I love the whirlwind.
0: Yeah. Or drop it, like I say, drop it at fifty points. Yeah. And then I mean, it's the type of army list, isn't it? So, what does it sit in? So, if you're a fast attack type army, you know, you're not taking many heavy support choices, and if you're taking a heavy support choice, you take something that's compatible with the army. Do you know what would
1: be quite going totally out there is give you a different weapon system that you're able to target your own men but give them a cover safe. So, it's like a uh, sm- smoke, smoke missile. Mm. that. I would definitely take that as a Blood Angel player, when you're charging up with your assault marines to be able to shoot a smoke missile on them.
2: Yeah. Uh, I mean, you could... See, I'm looking at... Because I'm also comparing what I'm doing as the quad launcher, looking at that and finding comparisons. Mm. And it's... Well, obviously, you're not going to give it sunder. Like, you don't want to give it a... Because then you're like, just it's just a missile. I mean, I think what I would do is I would kick it up, maybe do... You just make the Avengers Warhead strength six, so it's strength six AP four. So then, if you're playing militia or ox armies, it's gonna insta kill because it's gonna be strength six. So you can take it against some cool stuff in there. And then what you do is make it maybe just have it hit double the times
3: mm-hmm.
2: on there. And then and what you're also doing too, because you don't want to fire two shots and then it does it barrage off that one. And, and you know you just save dice. You're just like roll it. It hits double whatever it hits. Yeah. I, I'd time in that respect.
0: I'd, I'd definitely go with something like that. I'd i go with that. I still think even with that, drop its points cost. I just think it, it's a it's a rhino with some rockets on the top. Mm-hmm. It's it's you know, I
2: yeah, or I, maybe I, give it troop capacity.
0: Well yeah, I mean it give it you know, troop capacity six. That would work. But then I mean it would you really move it though? Well, exactly. I was just about
2: to say it then defeats the purpose of moving. It's, um, no, because now if I take you know a tech marine or something with some heavy weapons, and you know there's little things that you can do here and there to help. Yeah. Um,
0: how much is a How much is a Demios uh, command? 30, right,
2: thirty-five. Oh, 100. the Demios is hundred.
0: Yeah, hundred points. Hundred points. So that's that's a transport capacity six has a barrage, um, and allows you to bring stuff in. I mean, maybe if he had, if it came stock standard with, um I don't know, a transporter array or some some something that allows, you know, reserve rule modification, or if you wanted to go a different route to make it to make it something worth taking. But I just I can't get over the points cost, even with some some
1: tweaks to the rules or the missiles. I mean, we look at say it's an old model, but the Predator's an old model too. And they gave that extra shots. They just says, oh, the predictor can have four shots instead of normal two. And that, you know, it's still seen now. Yeah,
0: so that's that's my point, Gans. It, exactly yeah,
1: it needs something that I don't understand why something like this just didn't carry over. Yeah. And especially now, 40K is its own totally different rule set. They can do what they want now. There's no need to match it to what it used to be. Just do whatever they want.
3: Mm. Yeah,
0: definitely.
1: So I've got the next one. I've got his dreadnought and contemptor one, but the heavy bolter. It's just you just never yeah. see because it it's no point. Twin linked heavy bolter. Personally, I just think make it six shots like the uh, quad. Yeah, yeah. Get twin, rid of the
3: twin, twin link.
1: link. Yeah.
2: Get, no, get I rid keep it of... twin link. Just keep it twin link. You just get six shots because it's not going to be like a Curie's, I'd still take a Curie's over it, even with it being twin linked, because I'm going to get the rending. Yeah, it's just how, yeah,
0: I'm just trying to think how you, yeah, you could do. I mean, I I, I am absolutely for that. It's just modeling.
1: Well, no, you get the uh, twin link every bolter.
0: No, no, I know you do. It, I know you do. But then, so it's two bolters strapped together. Yeah. So that so that's why it's twin linked, because every other twin link weapon is two of the weapons together. So if you're saying, no, no, we're going to increase the shots because there's two bolters, that's where you get your six. You that's, just call that's, it a
2: contempt. You just call it a contemptor heavy yeah. bolter,
1: or the rapier quad heavy bolter, like on the rapier guns, because there's only f- mm-hmm. there's four of them, but they get six, 18, six shots yeah. each, don't they?
0: Yeah, so six shots, twin linked, because there's four weapons. Yeah. that's what. I, I, hey, either way, either way, I am happy if if it was six shots and
1: you reroll. Yeah it's it's just a sh- shame because it's such a cool looking weapon but mm-hmm. you just think why would i take that when i mean an auto cannon five points
0: i i often think that anyway with i i think twin links one of the most stupid rules you might as well just double the shots all the time
2: yeah well, I, i've never
0: i've never liked twin links
2: but that's what i think my problem is with a contemptor with the plasma cannon you get that small blast so you may catch a guy unawares once, but it ain't gonna happen twice. You're maybe getting one or two every time. Yeah, yeah. You know, just if if it's on a vehicle, just like the one on the Predator that gets the large blast, just give it the large blast. Yep, if it's on a I, Dreadnought. That's it. I, I agree. Catch pattern.
0: Yeah, I agree. It's like, I, It's like las cannons on a on a Land Raider. You basically two sets of the sponsors. But let's say you're firing off to the left hand side with your left hand sponsored. You only get one shot. This is supposed to be the pinnacle of tank technology in the thirtieth millennium. And you're firing one last cannon. But you've got two there. So if you hit, well done. If you miss, all right, you can roll again. Try again. Just give me two shots. That makes just makes fundamentally more sense. And that's where the storm bolt storm bolters are better than combi bolters, clearly, because you get all your shots up front. Well, and and you're then, always
2: getting to. You're always getting. Yeah, to yeah, that's be what I mean. With the rage.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I I just think twin links are uh, a silly rule, but that's me. <laughs> well, I mean, like
2: you say. Yeah. Well, because it's weird because.
1: Now I was going to say, now it's its own weapons, it's rule set. If they wanted to, they can just buy keep that and get rid of Twin Link. You know, there's no reason for it to... Back in 7th and 6th, when they're trying to be the same as 40k, there's no reason for that now.
2: Well, what you had it, originally in 2nd edition, Twin Link was two shots, and then 3rd edition it was reroll misses, and then 4th edition, same, 5th, and now... In eighth edition, it's double your shots. Ninth edition, same way, just double your shots. Yeah. Whatever it is, it's twin length. So if you're like, you know, a heavy four twin length, you're now eight shots. Right. Yeah. Which it's cool either way. I don't I don't really have but I think it takes the drama out of the game. You're like, let me roll that. Oh, I failed. Let me re-roll it again. <laughs>
3: yeah, there's plenty <laughs> of other
2: ways the game.
0: There's plenty of other ways we can add mystery to the game though, and they already exist i don't know i just think twin link.
1: yeah i've just been going back onto that i don't mind twin links to to be honest but for things like the contempt heavy bolter it's just not good enough
0: yeah i i agree with that i agree with that you just don't see that choice
1: and it's a shame because it looks fantastic
0: yeah yeah and it's iconic from the um from the books uh the visions of heresy books one of the first weapon systems you saw on a contempt chassis
1: okay so we do the uh last one then and that's the rotor cannon Okay.
0: rotate. Cat. Oh, Karen. my
2: God. <laughs> I, just, I just listened to... Uh, let me pull it up here. I just got to make sure that I do the proper shout-out.
1: Of- While well, you're looking up that, then, I will say it's range 30, strength 3, AP 6.
0: Salvo 3-4.
1: Yeah. Do you think it should get pinning?
0: It should get
2: a lot of things. Were you, were you, li-
0: are you listening to a, a certain audio drama Were you can call- Yeah. Uh,
2: Honor of On- the Death. Yes. On Cal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just like... You're like oh you oh mate you, be, you might be able to strip a shield I'm like you're gonna piss that thing off is what you do that <laughs> warhead's gonna turn out stop your head and you'd be like oh okay that's annoying me yeah <laughs> you're like hey, you can you can probably strip a shield no you can't don't even lie to yourself like that why you like I'm all about building people up right I'm all about it yeah. but there's got to be some truth kernel of truth in there.
1: Well, looking like this, it can't even take a land speeder out of the sky. So why would it strip a void shield? Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I mean,
0: what do you think, Gaz? Rotor cannons.
1: I think if you pinning, mm. I think maybe Shred might be a bit too powerful. Well, not powerful, just maybe not quite fit with it. But I think he should definitely get pinning with the amount of shots.
0: So, So Salvo's interesting. So if you stand still, you get 30-inch range, four shots. But
1: if you move, it halves it. Is that correct? Halves the yeah. range. Salvo is, you get, it's 3 4, isn't it? So, salvo, you get three shots. If you if stand you move, still, you get four. four
2: shot.
0: Yeah. But it halves the range, salvo, doesn't it?
1: No. You're thinking of Suspenser Web.
0: No, no, I thought sus- Suspenser Web counts all these things i thought salvo was maybe i'm thinking of an old 40k rule oh, no.
1: i thought salvo
0: yeah. i thought
2: salvo i think, sus- think suspenser web allows you to move and then assaults
1: instead of heavy in half the range
2: exactly what it is so what i would do is a total strip down of this weapon complete so i would either keep it at 30 or go down to 24 and the reason i i'm going to compare this to just like a bumper um bumper a bolter like you know salvo weapon right so i would get rid of salvo period throw it in the trash so i would do base what a bolter is i'd do strength four ap five and then i just automatically give it heavy four just that's it right so even if you don't want to make it so here's another thing you don't want to make it have or you want to be able to move it and shoot it then just make it assault four yeah 30 inch range assault four and it's, and it's just a bolter, so you're pumping pop, on more bolters than anything else. So you're same thing, you would be at range 30, being able to move, so you're almost table-dominant in a way. If you move six and fire 30, you got a 36-inch bubble that you can affect with it. But they're bolters. And if you run into a speeder, then now you have a chance to knock the speeder out of the sky if you want. It's going to take a lot of bullets, which you'll have. Um, and then I think it's just it, – and it doesn't become overpowered against – you know, um, militia units or you know certain admec unit or mechanicum units did it again. I'm gonna have a, like a little rubber band. I snap my wrist every time I say admec. Uh, um, you can do it against militias and you know uh, solar ox and those things, and it's not gonna be that powerful. But it's just like a, a soup to bolter.
1: I've just seen Pete come back with a big rule book.
2: Uh, <laughs> so I just
0: I wanted to check Salvo because in the in seventh edition rule book. It is. You move. If you move, it's half. It halves the distance, uh, the range of the weapon.
1: That'd be even less re- reason to take it then.
0: Yeah. So that's why I've never used, or I've I've never been interested because yeah. So salvo weapons have two numbers on their profile. So a model arm with a salvo weapon can move and fire at a target up to half its maximum range away. In this case, the number of shots is equal to the first number. So for a Rosa cannon, that'd be three shots at 15 inches. If the model has not moved, it can instead fire a greater number of shots at a target up to the weapon's maximum range. So in this case, it'd be four shots. Mm. And if you shoot with a salvo weapon, you cannot charge in the assault phase.
2: See, and the great thing about it, like if you think about it, if you just make an assault 24-inch range, then it's effective 38-inch range. And mm-hmm. you're just firing a four round bolter. Absolutely.
0: I'm with you on that. Yes.
2: Yeah. And and like I said, it's not overpowered, like militia people are like, oh my God, you're hitting me on threes and you're gonna be wounding on my threes, but you're not like hitting me on threes, wounding me on twos, and then I get no save. Yeah. Right? It's not like a crippling, and let's be honest, when we're talking about maybe twenty percent of the armies that are out there. Most of the time, you're going to be playing against the Astartes. And I would look at that. I was like, okay, that's something that's doable. If I'm going to have a 10-man unit that puts out 40 shots that can move and be combat flexible in the in the game, I'd be down for that. Right? And it's not going to be something that's overpowered. You're not giving them rending. You're not giving them shred. It's just, hey, these are going to be bolsters. And way to fire does, does play a role. Yeah.
1: Yeah, sounds good to me. Cool.
2: So, I think we've
0: covered some of the lesser seen weapons. I think if anyone's bothered listening to us for this length of time and got to this part, maybe if you've got some thoughts yourselves, let us know. Uh, catch us on all social meds, as the kids say. Uh, and we'll see, and then we can maybe talk some more about them. Yeah. All right. awesome. Cool. Cheers for listening to us. Yeah, thanks. Another abrupt end. <laughs> and remember. If it ain't heresy.
1: That's heresy. Wow, oh,
0: there we go. <laughs> Bye, everyone. Right, cheers, guys. Later. See ya.